You're listening to the Gamecaster. Gamecaster. Gamecasters. Natalie, Jeff, and Ryan are the Gamecasters, and they do a board game show, inboxes, and nooks, and games, and top five lists, and sometimes there's fart jokes. Like some sort of water phoenix rising from the pool of tears of our fans, we have been born anew in the splendor of constant panic and worry over where the hell we've been. A month ago now, Jeff, Natalie, and I got together and developed a marketing scheme so brilliant we didn't even understand it ourselves. How can we build upon this constant growth we've seen over the past year? How can we get even bigger? I've got it, Jeff says. Burn your house down. Maybe it kills one of you. Whichever one of you weighs more, we'll say. So, you know, it'll be random. Think of the publicity. We both laughed like crazy. Or how about instead of burning down the entire house, killing me, we instead just tell people there's been some huge disaster and then we disappear, creating a vacuum. Everyone will riot and revolt at where we've been, craving us even more. We're not good for you, but like being addicted to cocaine and suddenly stopping it will fuck you up. And then they'll need us more than ever. Cocaine will go away and then return with cocaine classic. Let's be cocaine classic. Jeff and I laughed even more at our hilarious joke. Wouldn't that be funny? Oh, ha ha ha. Okay, well, we'll see you in a couple days to record. Natalie, half listening on account of her playing her new obsession, Stardew Valley, while we're in the middle of this important meeting, heard Natalie go flood the basement and gets up and secretly unplugs the sump pump. She then walks outside, lifts her arms in the air, and begins to mutter some incantation that sounds a lot like Rhenius Fartalis, Drapius Seducius, Sondacius. <laughs> I, of course, pay no mind to her and figure she's just doing her nightly sex preparations. She usually goes outside and screams into the void before we go to bed as it helps her get in the mood to say, maybe tomorrow. So I think nothing of it. It starts pouring immediately. Oh, well, the sun pump will get it, I think. Natalie, cacking, cackling, I should say, like Gruntilda from Banjo-Kazooie, falls to sleep, but not before saying, maybe tomorrow. <laughs> A couple hours later, I decide to move some stuff into the basement that's sitting on the table before I go to bed. And I get downstairs and splish. Splash. I instantly get angry. As I assume, I've just stepped in a puddle of dog urine. Mm-hmm. I step again and splash. How many dogs were down here? (laughs) I was really angry. I step again. Splosh. It was the splosh that made me think that maybe this wasn't dog urine after all. I flipped on the light and there is water everywhere over everything. It missed all the board games, luckily, other than Roll Camera, Twilight Inscription, Meadow, and Paladins of the West Kingdom, and others of that Odd as they were on shelves, but seems to have just jumped to their (laughs) nests all on their own without any provocation from me. I call Natalie down to the basement at once. She comes down, pretending to yawn, puts her hands over her face and says the least convincing, oh no, I've ever heard and does the most over the top wink you've ever seen. It was at this moment I realized what happened. Natalie, it was a fucking joke, woman. We didn't really want the basement to flood. Oh no, well, what can I do? I think you've done enough. And scene. Okay, you might. Hey, this is a big, fake fake story. We've been gone for uh, like 30 days. I know. Yeah. Get buckle up. This is a six-hour episode. We are. We have to yeah. make up I for think a if, lot. If we, what is this? Should this should be episode three. This should be our th- yes. This we might be a nine. This so might this be a nine-hour nine episode. Yep. You might think that scene was a clever way to tell you all what happened to our basement over the last month, but really, it was just a vehicle for me to use the phrase "I think you've done enough," which I've wanted to say my entire life in actual conversation. I always <laughs> wanted somebody to be like, "What can I do?" And me to look at him like angrily, you've like, done "Haven't enough. you done enough?" Yes. <laughs> Seriously, we had a flood. Yeah, it sucked. It's still sucking. A storm dropped more liquid than me after no nut November and our sump pump took a dump and the entire basement was flooded. 
Our entire basement is upstairs on the main floor. A month later, and we're still not much closer to being back up and running. We call every restoration company under the sun. We finally got an answer from all the King's Horses restoration, but they said even they couldn't put us back together again. Oh, my God. That's their entire business model. (laughs) (laughs) It's a horrible money-making scheme. As for personal property lost, really the only thing lost in the entire flood was all of my RPG books. Not Natalie's RPG books, just mine. <laughs> well, I was, put them on the floor. I was really, they weren't really lying on the floor, okay? They were inside of a very non-waterproof backpack. <laughs> and some were on even in floor. another bag inside of that bag. Still, the flood rolled in that 20, and the books were lost. Oh, man. Any, now, like, socks or dishes on the ground that got... Washed. Wet. Yeah. <laughs> well, the socks are clean. Yeah, well, okay. <laughs> no, um, no. Luckily, we all, so we lost. Well, I mean, the water was clean. Luckily, that that was flooded the carpet. And so, like, there was some blankets on the floor. Like, one got a little wet, and it just we just washed it, you know? Like, right, now they got a little yeah. wet, but that wasn't So the real story the is we got a shitload of rain, and your sub pump stopped. Working. Yeah, there was this big storm yeah. where this we just got dumped on. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. There we go. Mm, a commerce and steamer. <laughs> We wonder how this beginning episode would go. But we no all way. got jumped on for the last one. We've been trying some new stuff, yeah. new kinks. And don't our kink sub pump us. wasn't working, and we didn't know because we don't know shit about that stuff. And now we do. Um, but yeah, well, we figured out it was not working very quickly. Well, yeah, we didn't we, know in the, the storm moment. Was over, what and then it, before we went to bed that night around like midnight, Ryan discovered that there was water all over the basement, and then of course we couldn't get someone out here because this big storm hit and everybody. Um, Everyone was dealing with Everybody this. Everybody was yeah. dealing with it, and they were prioritizing people with no power. We had power, and so we just had to let it sit overnight, and it just spread to like almost the rest of the carpet in the basement. Yeah, so the night it happened, it was in the our utility room, <clears throat> which is not carpeted, not finished. It's just, and you just know. And just a little bit right. And then a little bit from of the carpeting. And we were kind of like, okay, well, we might be able to deal with this, actually. This isn't, isn't so bad. When we woke up the next morning, it was, it was everywhere. everywhere. The entire basement yeah. was completely. And, and we couldn't go get a sump pump at, <clears throat> you know, one in the morning. Yeah. Um, so the first thing I did the next morning was go get a sump pump and we ran some yeah, we got big the black water hosing yeah. all the way we got upstairs. A giant, um, <clears throat> shop vac and, you know, we were trying to get as much water out and as we could because there were so many people in this situation that it took like three days for somebody like a restoration company to come out here and start like, you know, the professional process of drying out the basement and long story short, it's been a few weeks since the basement's been dry and there's been zero progress since then because everything's just going so slow to get the yeah, drywall like back we were, installed. I think it was like a Thursday or a Thursday Friday. Night. It was Thursday night. And we were supposed to record then that weekend. Yeah, that so it's weekend. like immediately That's we were right. like, all right, we can't do this weekend for sure because yep. you're wet. <laughs> wet as fuck. And then, God, and then we two wet. weeks go by and we're like, okay, we're going to record again. And it's like, no, we like, yeah, we're still any, fucked. Like, Everything is fucked. Yeah, Ryan has <laughs> 300 games on his kitchen table. Yep, they're all on the oh kitchen table. Gosh, all the ones we haven't sold yet so anyway. Annoying. They're everywhere. We can't do yeah. We've well, only been in the living room. Yeah. yeah. Well, and then when the kids are here, it's so cramped. Like every night we're eating dinner crunched on the couch with only a coffee table. And like, that's the only spot we can like, do anything. Yeah. yeah, there's nowhere to go. Right. We could go in our bedrooms our or everywhere. the couch. Right. So, <laughs> like I said, I lost all my RPG books. Now, this is the part of the story that gets crazy, but in a good way. <laughs> the Gamecasters community is not so much just a community that all enjoys a podcast like I desperately wanted when creating it, but it's more of a group of close, tight-knit friends that all came together because of it. 
we just happen to be the vocal representatives of this friend group is how I kind of think about it for when the aliens finally attack. They'll yeah. send us to fart out the close encounters of the third kind music. Anyway, okay. Ta started this initiative that Plurpy carried out to gather any people willing to help. And suddenly I had a package in the mail bigger than any package I have given Natalie before by many <laughs> emasculating inches. And I opened it up and it was a bunch of D&D books. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I don't think I, I lost. That. Oh, oh, did really? you not know? Yeah, some know. that I lost, <laughs> yes, but even more that I didn't and uh, that I never had before. I then find out that this That's initiative went out nice. before anyone who, <clears throat> for anyone who wanted to participate to help replace the one thing we lost in the flood. I immediately started crying, so there's water damage on these two, damn it. And when Stephen <laughs> told me all of the names of the people who contributed, I immediately felt like I didn't deserve it. You know, it was like, oh my, I felt really bad and guilty. Like all the thing, like all things considered, the flood was horrible. But it could have been way worse. And the oh, one yeah. thing I lost our community replaced for That's me. cool. That is so nice. It was an overwhelming feeling that I, I can't thank each and every one of you who contributed enough for. It was an incredible gesture that I hope to repay with thank yous and content. So other than that, a week goes by, Jeff. So that happened Thursday night. Thursday okay. of the next week to the day, another thing happened that Natalie will talk about. Natalie? Oh, I'm going to talk about it? You're going to talk about it. <laughs> All right. So our dog, Mac... Mackers. Our dog. <laughs> mm-hmm. He's very old. He's 13. He's going to be 14 next week. He, That's um, That's maybe I should years. tell it because it happened to me. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. I'll tell the first part. Okay. So it's like, again, it's like the same time. It's like midnight on Thursday and I'm playing uh, a video game and I'm in bed. Natalie's in bed sleeping. <clears throat> Mackers is with me because typically if you're on the, the dogs follow Natalie everywhere she goes. Right. But if one of us is on the main floor, Mac will stay with the person on the main floor because that's where the kitchen is. And he's it's like, maybe like food a, will happen. It's almost like if you're playing like a, <clears throat> a mirror trash game and you're like, all right, well, this thing's going to attack Natalie. But <laughs> if you're on the main floor, yeah, it's going to prioritize you first. Okay? You're right. You're right. Mackers will follow like Natalie and attack her. <laughs> yeah. But if I'm on the main floor, so I'm on the main floor. So he's with me. He's just hanging out, just sleeping. Right. And he had already had this, uh, this like, I guess it's like, uh, and what the hell's the itis word that. Arthritis. Arthritis. Arthur. He already seemed to be in like a, l- a little bit of pain <clears throat> unusually. Because, yeah, from this arthritis Like, his, like his legs were like bothering him. His tail wouldn't move. So he had already had that going on for like a week. So he wasn't really getting up and around really well. But all, all things considered, other than that, he was fine. <clears throat> so I'm playing video games. And um, all of a sudden, he he makes a noise. And typically, when he wants to go outside, he makes a little whiny noise. Like, let me the fuck out, bitch. But he doesn't <laughs> do that later than like 1030. And it was like midnight, 1230. So it's weird. I'm like, what's he doing? Like, he's always passed away the fuck out for the night. Right. So he stands up, looks at me, and pees right on the floor. Doesn't lift his leg. Just look. He's looking at me. And this is peeing. what I think of you. <laughs> <laughs> he was just like, Tech flood part two, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so I'm, I just look at him, and I'm just like, oh, no. Like, he is never one time that I've ever known ever gone to the bathroom in the house. Yeah, he is Yeah, because the that. other, your your <laughs> other dog peed on the game. My other dog peed right. on the, the game. Right. That's an issue. But Mac, he never does that. <laughs> He's a peer. He's a peer. <laughs> Although, even as much shit as I'll talk about Hobbs, who is the other one, he won't ever pee if you're around. Oh, yeah. He only does it. He only pre- pees when you leave. Yes. If you're he not an eye shot, he then he'll fucking wrong, mark everything. So he waits there now. But he's still going to fucking do it. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, about it. so Mackers is just peeing and I'm like, oh, shit. And then, dude, right after he pees, he goes to try to walk to the back door and his back legs just like don't work. And so he's like drifting. You know, his front legs are like walking toward the door and his back yeah, legs aren't so coming with him. It. Uh, yeah. And, and, and he was like looking around. His eyes were darting around. And I was like, oh, no. And so I I was like, what the fuck am I supposed to do? So I just ran up and got Natalie. And I just I was like had to wake her up. I'm like, 
I don't know how to tell you this. I'm so sorry. Mac, something's wrong with your Max. dog has a problem. With <laughs> something's wrong. Come to, yeah. I was in the middle of a boss fight actually. Yeah. And, um, He's I, had, it. He's and I can't it. even pause. So you better come here. <laughs> so she comes downstairs and by this point, dude, he's like foaming at the mouth. Yeah, yeah he's like panting and drooling, and, and he just foaming. He every can't time walk, he tries to walk, he's like good. falling. He falls over. over. So we're like, "Well, this I is just it." Immediately start crying. Oh yeah, well yeah. <laughs> I was trying to be like, I was really trying to be like, "Okay, you need to be strong for Maggers. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be fine." But then we're like, we got to get him in the car to take him to the emergency vet. I called the emergency vet, and they're like, "Bring him in." And so I'm like, I don't know how the fuck we're going to, because right. one thing you know about Maggers, he doesn't let you pick him up, and he's a big dog. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's not like a. He's not like a fucking he's like, maybe his, what 40. He's like, pounds. yeah, he's 50, probably like 55, 55 pounds. pounds. So he's like, he's not small. And his body is kind of like barrel. Yeah. And if you like, he's a barrel. You. Right. That's and annoying. he fights you. He's a barrel. Yeah, so, and you. we, our house, everywhere you go inside or outside of our house is stairs. Yeah. To get up or down the front of the house, you have to go upstairs. To go in the backyard, you have to go down the deck stairs. There's stairs everywhere. Mm-hmm. And so, and he can't walk. The porch has stairs. So we're like, what the fuck are we supposed to do? So we pick him up basically and kind of like, you know, struggle with him to get him in the car. And then we get to the vet. And the vet tells me they're like, oh, just so you know, there's like eight other dogs here. And so you're probably going to be here until like, I don't know, like four or five in the morning. And it was like 1230. Like, okay. And we were just like, yeah, I feel like we got what? there like around one. Well, yeah. And in your head, you're like, OK, well, we get to sit here for four hours and, and then and we, and our dogs and yeah, die and our dogs and yep. die. Right. right. That's, That's exactly what's what yeah. going through. Yeah. Our head. So we get there and we couldn't get him out of the car. I'm like, you guys are going to have to come get him. And they were like, okay. So they brought a stretcher and they, they like scooped him out of the car, picked him up and put him on a stretcher. And of course he's peeing himself the whole time. And, and he's like, he couldn't even stay on there because he was flopping around. Yeah, he was and like all falling those vets over. are just way too nice. And they're like, okay, we'll, we'll be back soon. And they were like, hold them. They're like, oh, hi, sweetie. Oh, what's going on? Yeah. And we're like, oh my God, he's fucked. They have to be incredible. Yeah. Same thing with like those NICU nurses and these like emergency yes. nurses. I'm like, how I can you are, do that. They're still no, like incredible people. I feel like I would come out and see that dog and I'd be like, nope. Yeah, nah. <laughs> I'll take the next one. I'll Pass. take the next one. Yeah, <laughs> and so all right, so that happens. So then we're sitting in the car for the next four hours. Finally, the vet calls the the vet calls us, and we're expecting the vet to be like, well, the entire time. Listen, I'm sorry. I'm just like crying. I'm just, both of us were like, I don't see any other way out of this except that. He we're gonna have to put him down. I was like, that yeah, whatever what happened is four? like in his brain and he's fucked. Like four hours you're sitting there. Like what do you what do you guys what do you do? Are you just scrolling on your phone? Like what do you yes. do? Crying, and it's, it's, also, it's the middle of the night. Yeah. Like so right, we so basically we're fucking stayed up all night. Because you can't sleep. Right. No. You're not like, oh well, he's I'll, I'll take and a nap. Dude, now. I was supposed to pick Cameron up at nine AM that next morning yeah. to go to Grand Con, which he had right. been looking forward to all year. Yeah. Right. And so I'm just like all this is happening. I'm like, well, my, what the fuck are we going to do? So then the vet calls and we're expecting the vet to just be like, listen, we had to, I'm sorry. He was too far gone. We had to put him down. And the vet's like, all right, so we're going to bring Mackers out in a couple minutes and then you can take him home. We'll send you home. So basically he's, he had like dog version of like vertigo and they were like, we'll just send you home with some anti-nausea meds and it should be okay. And I was just, we were We're like, we both were like speechless. we we're talking about Mac. Yeah, Mac. They like didn't. Yeah. Did, you, did you know it was it Mac? Did not yeah. compute you got the wrong dog. to us. We were just like, "Are you sure?" <laughs> you know, and like we were just kept. We were even like, we were even like, "Can we call you back <laughs> to discuss?" Yeah, this? like we don't. We, we, we just, could not process. We were both it. Just yeah. like, "What? Like you're gonna send us? Home? Like, are you sure?" Yeah, we're like, "How do we? What do like, we do? He can't move. He, he can't, can't move. Even, even if we brought himself. him home, we're like, how do we care for this dog? Like, he's like, hey, you might have to just like pick him up, take him outside a couple times, but give it like 14 days and he'll be okay." I know like, like, within two weeks he should be fine and we're like what so we hang up and then we kind of start talking it through and we're like I think the best thing to do is to put him down 
we, after like a lot of discussion. Yeah. You know, we were yeah, like, we were I don't really think waffling. we, we could take care of do. him to the best of, to make him have any kind of positive Yeah, and life like, he might not make thing. it 14 days. And is 14, like, if he's gets any better, is it just going to be well, that's what quality the, so of the, life being that's terrible? That's the thing. Right. The vet was yeah, like, the vet was like we think it'll get better in 14 days. Right. We don't know. Well, if he could have this really, there's like two different forms of it. And he could have the bad one, which if it didn't get marketedly better in the next day, we would know. And then, then they're like, we got to bring him back. Then we have to like go home yeah. for twenty four hours well, and then bring him back and then like, kill him. He basically like, was oh. like, "We can do blood work and see if like we if there's like, um, like a tumor, or like something." But like, but then even doing the blood work, they're like, "You're not always sure." And then you have to do an MRI, which is like three grand. And we were just like, "No, yeah, we're not going to do any of that." On, so we're like, like "All right, die, we're gonna, right? I mean, we're just gonna like, put him down." I mean, no matter what, he's almost fourteen years old. I'm not gonna like put him through any sort of like surgery or yeah. procedures anyway. So we go in cause we're like, we're going to go in and we're going to tell them that we're going to make a, you know, rough decision. Yeah. So we go in and we're like, they're like, Oh, we're going to have Mackers brought out to you in a second. We were like, actually we're going to, I think we're going to make a different decision. And they were like, Oh, okay. And they brought they're us like, back to this room. Well, you pieces of shit. Why don't yes. you come in this room? Yeah. yeah. So they brought us back to this room and then instantly the doctor comes in with Mac and he's like, see, he can walk while well, he's, he's got him in like, a- he's like, you're going to tell him to his face that yes. you're going to do this. Yes. yes. He's come pe- on, again, he's peeing all over himself right. while he brings him in. He can't move. Yeah. He can't walk. Like, his eyes, dude, were like darting left oh and right. God, constantly just left, right, left, right, left, right, left, right. And his head was also nodding back and forth. Like you're making the right choice to put him down. Yeah. We were like, what am I supposed to do? He's talking to us. He's like, yeah, look, here's Mac. We're like, do you see this dog? This is not Mac. Right. So right. he didn't tell us like you pieces of shit. You're gonna you're gonna burn if you if you fucking yeah. kill this dog. He didn't say that. He didn't and he didn't even intimate. Like he wasn't, he wasn't even like pushing us. No, he was just like, listen, I really really think he's gonna come out of this. He's like, I'm like, have like, it's like a seventy percent. Like, I'm seventy percent sure he's gonna just completely get over this. And, and we were was, like, oh, we're like, really? Okay, yeah. it's hard to see that right now. He's like, I understand it's hard to see that. He's like, it's five in the morning. You've been up all night. You're freaking out. You never seen him like this before. I get it. He's like, but I trust me, this happens a lot in dogs of his age and his breed. He's like, I would guess he's like, he's already gotten a slightly tiny bit better since he got here, which tells me he's only going to keep getting better. So we were just kind of like, oh, okay. All right. And we took him home. Yeah, because we were like, it was awful. Yeah, it was. And he got better. That's crazy. Slowly every like every single day for literally two weeks straight, there was significant signs of improvement. You know, like slowly, but like significant. But consider this. We had just had our house completely upended from the flood, right? There's like you said, there's 300 games on the fucking kitchen table. All of our (laughs) podcasting equipment is on the kitchen counter. We have a TV on the kitchen counter. There's shit all over the place. And then our dog basically has this fucking vestibular brain attack. And now the one spot in our entire house that we can actually go is covered with a tarp and towels because he can't control himself. And we have to. And now on top of all that, we have to like pick him up and walk him. And he's he's like, can't move. He's peeing. He's diarrheaing. It's like shit's coming out of both ends. You know, he's like, okay, we, well, we bought this. Not really, though. Well, he, he was diarrheaing. He didn't diarrhea in, in the, the house, house, but he was diarrheaing. He was yeah. having diarrhea and he can't get <laughs> on the stairs. Like he can't get on the stairs. <laughs> and so we had to buy this like, it's like pretend grass. And so he goes oh, out yeah. onto it's the like deck a pad and he like pisses and shits yeah. on there. And it's in the middle of all my grills. Anytime I go out there and cook, all I smell is pee. Yeah. Mm. Well, I mean, mm, it's the only, that's what he has to do now because that rubs it's the only way to get him to not use stairs. <laughs> yeah, he can't go, go down the, the stairs. So he has to yeah. do that. So, yeah, so it, it was, it's just been like, we were like, oh my gosh, what is going to happen like, next? We're already dealing with the flood and the house yeah, stuff. And now we have to like 
be this like dog caretaker. I was like sleeping on the couch every night because he couldn't go upstairs and I didn't want to just like leave Imagine him alone. Imagine if you weren't working at home. Right. Oh my God. Like if you oh, had yeah, to go into the office. I think we probably would have been like, we can't. Or, like, or, or it would have been like, we can't take care of him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. you're lucky that you got to stay home and yeah. be with them and, yeah. di- yeah, and get diarrhea-ing all over Yeah, diarrhea-ing everywhere. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> so that's what's been happening with us. Sorry, that was a very long-winded story about long. what's going on the last month. Jeff, what's been up with you in this last 30 days? <laughs> well, um, so the f- the flood didn't affect me. I lost my power. Oh, we lost power for about three days. Yeah. Three, three days. Mm. Did you end up losing all your food? We did. Um, Shit, I'm sorry. It was, so it was actually, it was a weird thing. So my uh, brother Dave had lost power and he called me the night before and he was like, I didn't answer, but he ended up putting his food in my mom's freezer because she has an all-house generator, and we ended up losing power. So I was like, well, you would have put it in my fridge. We would have fucking lost it anyway. Um, Real quick, I don't know why. When you were like, he ended up putting all his food in my mom's, I was like, are you going to say mouth? <laughs> yes. He ended up putting all his food in my mom's yeah, mouth? Yeah, <laughs> um, so yeah, we ended up, it wasn't like, it's not the worst thing, right? Yeah. We don't have annoying. a generator. We We kind of just were like... Maybe we'll get it back because if you keep things closed, you get maybe close yeah. to two days, yeah. like a day yeah. and a half. And so then we some stuff got lasts there. when other things don't. Right. And we know. got to a point where we're like, eh, we're fine. Yeah, it's too All late. right, whatever. So Shit. it was a good excuse to clean out the freezer and fridge. That's and cool. yeah, and like we didn't lose any like the pop or drinks or anything True. like that. Just, Everything in the just basement fridge is probably fine. Yeah. So that was, you know, we got nothing in comparison to losing power sucks. It does. It's, but, the, so oh, it's a horrible feeling. In comparison to like the flood. It sucks. Um, yeah, it's you're it's definitely it better to bad. just have the power go out, I guess. Losing your food blows though. But yeah, being displaced yeah. like this is what was And what I didn't want my basement to flood for another reason because Yeah, what's that? I have just oh, gotten yeah. my new gaming table. Fuck. Yeah, you did. Yes. And you guys came over maybe the week before the flood. Who makes that <laughs> gaming table? It's a wormwood gaming Fuck, table. The Cadillac. Um it's not like the one that cranks or the Pro- prophecy or something they yeah. have like a giant yeah the one that's like 40 grand one. <laughs> yeah, the this was the, the one that you need to have a flood in your table. basement to yeah. <laughs> lie on your insurance to buy this was the modular gaming table the the mgt which they do a kickstarter for every other year every year or so and okay. after this ukrainian uh Ugh. russian revolution war yeah <laughs> um who knows where that table is so i just kind of cut my losses there and got a wormwood got a wormwood <laughs> And it showed up, and I put it together, and it's awesome. It is so it's cool. cool. So I didn't tell you guys that I had it, and then the two of you came over, and uh, you brought the kids, and Jack was like, let's go downstairs. I'm like, yeah, let's go downstairs. <laughs> so then they went downstairs. Ryan, like, turned the corner. He's like, what is that? Yeah, I, was like, Sweet. <laughs> yeah, I did. That, was, that, was a, that yeah. had to be a cool moment for you because it was really cool for yeah. me. Yeah, it was yeah. cool. So I'm still waiting on a couple, like, pieces of accessories and stuff like that that they'll send eventually. But Okay. All I want to do is like play games. Have you it's had so awesome. a the group over to plan it? Yes. And how did it go? Great. Yeah. Yeah. It's like it's a good fit. I, it's not. I don't have a massive area for gaming, but it fits in that area really well. It does. We all had rooms. We had cup holders. Who spilled on it first? Um. Well, it, it will be Joe. <laughs> yeah, but, I know. Um, I was gonna say. I was like, yeah. Did Joe spill beer I think on he it? He already or? even made a joke about it. He's like, "Well, I'll, I'll be the first one to spill on it." You know. I'm like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's um, awesome. Yeah, no one spilled on it yet, but it's it just like sits there, and I just want to. I just want to. Yeah, it just begs you with to it. be played. Yeah. I know anything, right? And it makes like the pictures look better. I feel like when I take pictures of games, just having that felt, like you know you know how like on like expensive cars like Rolls Royce they have that they have the hood ornament and it's like 
Yeah. It's like just really cool. Well, the Wormwood has that logo that you had yeah. on the front. Yeah. It's like you it's see sweet. that and you're like, oh, this is fucking yeah. cool. It's, like it's cool. Cadillac. And I didn't need yeah. to get like, the, I didn't get the topper because we don't. Well, you don't need it for I that. Don't do anything. I just play. We right. just play it's, games. It's, on. I don't do anything. I don't do anything. Think I do anything? I don't do anything. So that that was like that was a big thing. It was really cool. I was very excited to get it and put it together. And the first game that we played on it was uh, Guild of Merchant Explorers. Fuck and yeah. I played Guild of Merchant Explorers like the second day. Yeah. It was, I thought maybe it was going to be Castles of Burgundy, but we were kind of rushing. I was like, I want to play something, so let's just do that. Yeah. Um, Are you more used yeah. to the ditches, or what, what do you call it? The oh, like how the sunken. Sunk in? In. Yeah, because it's pretty. It's pretty I'm substantial. Yeah, I'm getting there. I'm, I'm starting to get used to it. Devin, we um, we played a game the other night uh, that we'll talk about, but she was like, I need to like sit up a little bit to like reach. I'm like, yeah, me too. I kind of like. Just try to straighten up or like sit on my leg yeah. or something like that to yeah. just yeah to start to figure to it out. Down and it's in a, there. you know it's a big table, so I'm like reaching for things sometimes too. Right, right. But I think I I like it though. Like I, yeah. I yeah. like it being how would, the vault. What about yeah, like when you vault, put your vault, right. like you're playing games usually like rest yeah. your, your arms on that the, I like. You put your arms on the side rail. That I like. Uncomfortable there. It's not uncomfortable there because that's right. It's seating height. Yeah, that's at this, and then you have to like kind of go down a little bit for. Um, reaching in, but I think it, I'll get the more old used to reach it. Around. The old reach around. The reach around. Officer, I have someone who's Sirs Sirs invented, invented the law. law. <laughs> um, but it's so, it's so cool. I like, I go downstairs, I just look at him, like, hey. Yeah. What's up? What's, What's up, baby? What's you doing? What's you doing, Wormy? Devin's upstairs and she's like, I bet he's thinking about other girls. Yes. And really, you're just downstairs, yeah, like, talking. Yeah. Really like, yeah. I bet he's thinking about other girls. How about Wormwood Taming Table? Yeah. So that's it. I also, one other thing I want to mention. Um, I brought over a, a box that was not as cool as the giant box of... Um, yeah, but this box was pretty cool. But it was yeah. cool. So um, our very own Brian Lyles... What's up, Brian Lyles? Is, um, he surprised us and sent us a box of things. So he sent me a box of things. I opened it, and then I put it back in the box and brought it to you guys. And Brian is going to start doing a little bit of printing stuff for us. He likes our logo. He wants to kind of do his own little side business. And he wants to use sort of the Gamecasters slash Gamecasters community as a, I don't know. A like a, like a guinea pig. Guinea yeah, pigs. like a, a gu- yeah, right. Some sort of yeah. guinea pig. So Like his Kirkland um, signature. Opened up the box. <laughs> Wait, and that's there was Co- a, is that Costco? Yeah. Kirkland signature? Yeah. 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 He's going to yeah. use us oh, like okay. his Kirkland signature. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> in the box, there was some awesome coffee mugs with like Gamecasters logos on the side and then either inappropriate or regular things on the like spine of it. Yep, I've been using that coffee. Group. And it's a good, it's yeah. a great mug. It's printed great. So I, he was like, I just want to try some stuff. So we mm-hmm. printed a bunch of Gamecast things. We also have this cool like tumbler that's like this rainbow tie I love that fucking thing. I use it all the time. Yeah. This rainbow tie-dye with the Very Gamecasters colorful. logo on it. And then uh, there were socks in there. Okay, maybe the socks are my favorite. The socks are the socks I put, cool. like shoes. I put the socks yeah. on one day, and Ryan was like, oh, my God, that's the cutest thing ever. It was so fucking cute. I was like, we got to take a picture and put that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, let me get some feet pics. Keep, let keep me get some feet pics. Keep those on. And, and then do you want to say what else was special to I think was Natalie, should say. To I think Natalie should say what else is going on. Yeah, what else was in the box special for you? Um, there were some keychains. <laughs> oh, that's true. Okay. No, oh, oh, I bought Let me tell you a story about the keychains. Okay, this isn't a story. Oh yeah, the keychains were from Jeff. Okay, we shouldn't yeah. say. Okay. Well, I'm just gonna tell you. Okay. Scarlett put one on her backpack. Yeah. yeah. She's like, can I can I have Aww. one of these? I was like, yeah, let's put it in her backpack. She's like, then I can tell everybody that I'm the game casters. Oh my god. <laughs> it was really cute. Was it cute. was really cute. Um, okay, so the other thing was a pair of panties. 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 <laughs> Hello, panties. Bow pantalone. And on the front, it said mm-hmm. Natalie's nook. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
Yeah. Yep. And then the back. The penis part. <laughs> the back it had a picture of Ryan's face. <laughs> yeah. the funniest, so like Ryan's surprise. The funniest look. part was we pull it out and it's clearly like women's underwear. Right. And Ryan's like, "Where's the part? Where's what did you say?" He said, "Oh, my face is on the penis part." Yeah. The penis like, part. Like, like, I, I stupidly the thought girl. they were whitey tighties for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so and then my own face was on, on my front, penis part, which was just hilarious. <laughs> Natalie's nook. Gosh, so swarming there. What Brian's gonna do is he's gonna um Sell like offer this now. up. Yeah, if you want Natalie's underwear, you gotta wear it first, Natalie. Then people can buy. It. Oh God! N- not no. not printed not printed underwear. Not if you want Natalie's actual Natalie's underwear, Natalie's underwear. Yeah. They're looking to pay for this basement. You. <laughs> Natalie taking big pics and selling her underwear to pay for a new basement. <laughs> Hey, you can wrap yourself like a mummy in Natalie's yeah. underwear that she sends you. <laughs> and my socks that I wore. Those are oh, fun. No, man. you're keeping those. <laughs> no, we'll take pictures of you wearing nothing yes. but. Right. Right. Hey, you yeah, got catch his OnlyFans. That's yeah, it. You got to make money. Oh, my so gosh. What Brian's going to do is he's well, I'm going to put out an order form on our like social media stuff. So on Facebook and Discord, and I'll probably post it on Instagram. If you're interested in buying a mug or one of the tumblers from from Brian, not Ryan. Um, you can buy it for me if you want. Yeah, you can. I like and, it. Though. I don't want to sell it. <laughs> um, you can kind of put your you can put an order in there and he'll print it and send it to you. Are we gonna post pictures or is Brian? Yeah, I will post pictures, pictures okay. along with the order form when he sends it to me pretty soon. Cool. Okay. Um, but I think that's kind of cool and it just it, it helps Brian out. I don't, you know, it's he's he's trying to work on this sort of business and get people to whatever. So he's trying a bunch of stuff. The mug turned out great. The tumblers are great. Mm-hmm. Natalie's undies are great. And <sighs> they're better on the floor. Um, <laughs> so. Yeah, thanks, Brian. That was super cool. That was and very cool. Kind of was just an awesome like surprise to get. And oh, it was such a cool thing for up. you to come over because we were in the throes of depression yeah. this past month. It's just been. I don't. I don't typically go for like um, like holistic stuff. You know, like I don't te- technically like believe in that kind of stuff. But like feng shui, there's something to energy. Oh my god! And mm-hmm. our house yes. right now is fucking stuffed is, up. I was just talking to someone. There's no flow about this. It's like. All that's happened is that we can't use a whole floor of our house and like there's a bunch of stuff in our kitchen, right? That's it doesn't sound that bad, but for some reason it's really like it's very stressful affecting my life. Like it's almost like I have like no motivation. I'm just tired all the time. Yep. It's just like Yeah, we're hoarders right now. It's so weird how like it affects you and it's like really like okay, not that much has changed or it shouldn't I don't know, it just seems strange how it's like affecting your body and your mind. That sucks. I completely agree. I yeah. feel like also I'm not as social. I'm like putting my head in the sand. What is that animal that does that? An ostrich. Yeah, ostrich. Right. Yeah. Like an ostrich. I'm just like, like, I, I don't know. It's weird. It's like people will like, I don't know. I see stuff going on the discord and I'm not as interactive as I have been typically because I'm just feeling like I have no desire because yeah. of this. Cause it's yeah. like all in flux. Well, this is why I'm obsessed with Stardew Valley because all I do is sit on the couch all day and play oh, Stardew, Stardew, Stardew Valley. Valley. <laughs> all right. Well, speaking of games, Jeff, yeah. have you been playing any board games over the past month? Okay, I have like um, I have dozens of games to talk about. No way. We're not going to. <laughs> but I have. Them. You're gonna. This is like you have to kink the hose, yes. or else too many will come out. Yeah, I have. <laughs> right. yeah, I have games that I don't even like. The next couple of weeks, I don't even know I can play games that I've played before. Yeah. Instead of you necessarily playing new ones. Yeah. I guess if we just take like a month and a half off every time, I'll have lots of games to talk about. <laughs> That's all we gotta do. So I <laughs> Cocaine Classic. This these were the games I was going to talk about like two episodes ago. So I almost wanna like sort of do them in order except the one. But okay. so this game was 
our hot, hot ones at Gen Con. This was the first game I bought at Gen Con, and also the first game that R- Joe bought Ryan at Gen Con. Um, this is World Wonders. Awesome. You haven't played World Wonders yet, have you? Nope, and I sold okay. it. Oh, oh well, there I forgot to say that we're to, to make, you know, yeah. to get us a lot of money for everything that's been happening. We were just like, I think we have to sell board games. So I just made. So if you want Ryan's games, go to the Facebook page yeah, or the Discord. Yeah, right there on the Facebook page, the list. Discord. There's a huge <laughs> list. Still, there's a ton that still haven't sold. We did sell a lot. We sold a lot, but a lot. I think I sold World Wonders actually to Mick Dave Mick. Okay. Yeah. So and I mean you have it too. So I mean yeah, yeah. If, you know we want right. to play it, we can play it. Yeah, we yeah. know people who have. <laughs> um, but, but it was like, sorry, Joe, for making you buy it for it me. It was my right. top game at Gen Con. I was like, that's where I walked in. I bought it first. So I was really excited to get the table, mainly because that Z Mendez guy is the designer. And I had just recently played Brazil, and Brazil was awesome. So oh, and that was, like, was him. Okay, cool. Yeah, and that was him. So I was like all over it. Um, Arcane Wonders seems to be pumping out games now, so yippity doo da mm-hmm. for them. Way to go. Uh, so <laughs> World Wonders is a... <laughs> no, this, not this. This, is a, this is a modification that oh, Jeff yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, It's a city-building polyomino game, right? So Fuck yeah. May as well just sure. call it Ryan's Boner. Ryan's Boner. boner. Yep. <laughs> um... <laughs> Where, what are players doing? They're growing this ancient city in like various ways, which is kind of cool. So there's a whole bunch of like these wooden wonders around the whole world. And you're, you're making your own board with all these different wonders from around the world. I don't know. Did you open it? Nope. Or is it still? It was still in shrink, shrink. I think. Yeah. So, so all the, um, so the polyomino tiles are just flat tiles. You'd like punch board tiles, right? Yeah. But the wonders are like chunky wood. Which I think you would have like loved. It's that is cool really thing. cool. That kind of reminds me of. Did you ever play um, Tigris and Euphrates with me? Mm-mm. It's got those big chunky wood monuments. I wonder okay. if it's the same kind of. Yeah, feeling. It had, like it's just it was a almost maybe refreshing is the right word where it wasn't plastic yeah. or it wasn't like cardboard. You kind of slid them together. It was just like cool wood pieces. Yeah, like okay, solid. Anyway, so polyomino game. Um, everyone has a <laughs> like a player board, like a grid player board. It's a polyomino game, of course. Uh, there's like some water on it. It could be like a pond or a river or some shit. Depends on what side of the board you play. There are 10 rounds. And in each round, you get a set number of like income that you can spend. So everyone has seven coins in each round that you can spend. So that's like your money. Okay. That's what you do. So on your turn, you spend a certain amount of that money to to add tiles to your board, to add monuments to your board. So building tiles all have these different costs, and they also provide different resources. And those resources just slide you up on tracks. So for example, you buy the red building. You move up two times on the red track and one time on the blue track. It just says it right on there. Yeah. It's pretty okay. pretty simple. Okay. Um, there's three resource tracks and like this population track, and then there are these very cool, like I said, wooden monuments that all have really specific requirements that you need to have met before you place them. So there's like a, a three or four of them that sit out there, and once your board meets the requirement, like it needs to be adjacent to a blue building and water, you can be like, okay, I want that building. I take my monument, I stick it on the board in the spot that it's already like it can go. Yeah. Right. So you have to create sure. areas for the monuments to go as you're playing. Um, players spend money also on roads because you need to build the roads in order to put the buildings. It can't just like it's not just like a necessarily a fill in the space game. You have to create paths to these different buildings okay. because you're it's trying to be a little more realistic of like you're walking to the monuments, right? Or you can travel to the monuments. So you have to kind of build these roads. Anyway, 10 rounds, the rules are like super simple. You earn points for monuments surrounding these buildings, population tracks, your resource tracks, stuff like that. Um, That's it. The rules went quick. I explained them to Devin and she was like, okay, is that it? (laughs) I was like, yeah, I I I think maybe it is. She just kind of like, go. Um, I need to start by, I, I said it earlier, but those wooden monuments are cool. 
Yeah. I just, it, it was so cool to just like touch them. They're like, a lot of them are painted. Like they, they're not, and again, they're not just like this brown wood color, right? They're painted really nice. So anyway, mm-hmm. they feel great. Good on your finger pads. And they make the board kind of like stand out, right? When I'm playing something yeah. like, you know, a, like Planet Unknown, which sure. I love and I'll, I'll compare it to another game we're going to talk about later. But Planet Unknown for how cool I think the art on Planet Unknown looks, it's it's two-dimensional. It's flat. Yeah. yeah. But when you put like cool shit on your board and it like stuff's popping yeah, it's like up 3D. and you have all these like really famous monuments from around the world on your on your board, it just looks cool. Yeah. It draws your attention. And that's it starts what I in think, the positive with that. Yeah, that's what got everybody's attention, I think, first. Um I really liked how players got money every round. I kind of thought I might not like that. Like I thought, okay, I want to maybe build like a money engine sort of like, then I can have more to spend. You mean instead of just inherently getting money for doing nothing? Right, right. So it was like, oh, I have three buildings, so I get $5, right? It wasn't like that. It was like, no matter what you do, you get $7. And I felt like it just, it made things sort of streamlined and easy, which I liked. It was easy to teach. Um, It it also then created some forward thinking of like, okay, I know that I have this much money every single round. What can I do? Um, but it also can be really toit. Yeah. There's no leftover money. You don't get shit for leftover oh. money. You're spending oh. your and money. And you don't get more. You get seven. You get seven. And that's like, that's it. So it feels like every decision is really important. Okay. Mm-hmm. Turn order is crucial because you can't, there's not just unlimited tiles and unlimited things. So if <laughs> Ryan goes first and he buys a tile that I wanted, it's not there. Like it's just sure. gone until okay. the next round. So turn order is crucial, which is is good for polyomino games, which can be solo, right? If you're yep. looking for player interaction, that that definitely like has it. Um, and one crazy thing is, so when you want a monument, so the buildings have costs on them, three, four dollars or whatever. The monuments cost all of your money, which is weird. So if you have one dollar left, it costs you one dollar. Mm-hmm. If you have seven dollars left, it costs seven dollars, which is super strange. But it creates a really cool, like, timing of, like, okay, I have $3 left. I can buy a road, and then I can buy the money my next one. But Natalie's already got this thing set up. So what if she takes it on her turn? So maybe you try to take the monument earlier than someone else, but you spend more. Then you spend all your money. Yeah, so every monument just costs all your money. And it was such <laughs> a so weird, weird – it was weird because I was like, so all your money, how? So all your money is either one whatever, or two or If you want to buy it on that turn, whatever you have that turn, money. you just – Spend it all. Yeah, that's that's the last thing you do, <laughs> and it it would it created some cool like timing things. In two players, it wasn't as as important, um, but in more players, it like gets it gets tight in that because yes, new monuments Don't. come out, but okay, if you want something and you already have it a place for it, and then someone takes it in front of you because you wanted it to get cheaper, but yeah. Anyway, I do. There, there's some objective cards which I really like. Uh, I think that adds some depth, which it, I think it needed. Um, there is a pretty good puzzle in how to like play your tiles, mostly figuring out just how to get ready for the monuments, which I liked. So I do wish there was probably like a little more, maybe even on the tracks, um, especially on the tracks. Like I almost wish as you moved up these tracks, there was something as you moved up, right? I move up five spaces on the green track and I get to build a road, right? Yeah. And maybe I'm spoiled with loving planet unknown where I get all those kind of bonuses as I (laughs) go up. It can't, it kept the games more simple for sure. But I just wish like there was some reward, like as I was playing it, which would have maybe created some more satisfying turns. Yeah. Like, okay, I moved up these three, I can get two extra roads and I get an extra dollar so even what or does something. Moving up the track do? Like, Nothing the point? points at the end of the game. Just points at yeah, the end. it's like your least furthest one you've moved up gets you those oh, points. Okay. So you want to move them up, 
Right. But, but they're not like giving you anything yeah, during the game. They don't give you anything, which I was like, that could be, that could have elevated the game for me. Yeah. But also elevated complexity. So I don't know what they were really shooting for. But again, I, I like games a little heavier. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, what's, um, the, what's the weight of this? Lighter than you think. Like, like sub three. <laughs> for okay. Sure. Like, I don't know what BGG would say, like two and a half probably. Okay. Um, so higher player counts, you're going to lose out on things that you wanted. So you just kind of need to adjust. So if you're someone like that's bothered by that kind of interaction, that could really bug you. The scoring is strange. And I, maybe I think I'm starting to realize it might be like a mental hurdle for me to get over because this game is called World Wonders. Yep. And you want to build wonders, these bomb ass wonders. Yeah. And they mm-hmm. basically are the exact same points as surrounding a building. So like the wonders are basically one or two points and surrounding a building is one point. Oh. So you can, and so if you think about it, like, okay, at least the different strategies, if I'm not making my monuments, I can still win, right? I can still progress and do well in the game if I'm surrounding these tiles and doing this kind of stuff. But for some reason to me, it just felt like the game is called World Wonders. I should get more points for building the wonders. Right. Fuck yeah. yeah. Fuck yeah. So I'm trying, I'm, when I play it again next time, I'm going to like, all right, just go backwards. Temper your expectations. Play the game as like, those are just extra tiles, mm-hmm. right? Those are cool tiles to fill in gaps, to do stuff, not necessarily... The game. The game. Yeah. But it's called World Wonders. You want it to right? be the so game. Like, I don't know. It was a mental thing. The so, weight, by the way, is 2.36 on BGG. Yeah. So lighter, yeah. for sure. Um, so I'm going to say this exact sentence for a game coming up soon, but this game is not replacing Planet Unknown. And I bring up Planet Unknown because it's a polyomino game, and it's a, a fill-in-the-things game, and it's a yep. resource track game. Yep. Um, or anything like that, but it still will stick around. I liked it. And Devin liked it. And Devin... Doesn't like polyomino games. Oh. Like this game, she it's, was like, "I like this game." I'm like, okay, it will stay. Holy shit! <laughs> I know. I was very surprised. Well, that's at her something love. right there. Buy another copy. Yeah, I'm buy two. Can I buy yours? Mick, <laughs> yeah, Dave, Mick, yeah, do you get, have an extra copy? I heard you had an extra copy. <laughs> over this game. He did just play it. Yeah, oh, I, think so, he, I think he liked it too. Yeah, yeah, it's it's good and it plays really quick. Like, there's not um, maybe with more. I, I okay, two it plays quick. I think maybe at five it would take longer. It w- would take longer. That's not okay. A, it's not a guess. Uh, <laughs> but Devin and I could. Yeah, we could whip it out in you know Whoa. forty minutes. Damn! Well, look at you Just go. Whip it right Holy out. Holy shit! That's that would be a world record. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Real. That's what I'm saying. Like, wow, that would take like four so, minutes yeah, for me. That was uh, what the hell was that? World <laughs> Wonders by Arcane Wonders and Z Mendez. Cool. Very what do, cool. What awesome. do you got? So way back in August 2023, yeah. BF is I'm calling before flood. Yep. Gen Con <laughs> happened. Mm. That semi-famous convention Natalie and I ultra-famously didn't attend, and Jeff was left with the task everyone loves, buying board games at a convention for other people. It ranks right up there with ordering 10 subs for other people at Subway or having a pickup truck and helping every person you know do everything possible. One of the games I wanted Jeff to get for me was called Forest Shuffle. Now, when I do my research... For games I want at Gen Con, it's mostly based on feeling. Sure, I do a modicum amount of research, but it's typically like scan the BGG page for a few seconds, get a feel for how it might play, what it looks like, who designed it, what type of game it is, and make a decision. There's so many damn games to pour over on that list, it would take some sexless basement dweller who makes his own podcast about board games called the Shame Blasters to spend more time than that. And who do we know like that? I mean, that person probably doesn't even exist in this house. So anyway, Forest (laughs) Shuffle. May have been a tad ill-researched, but I had a feeling about it. I also had a feeling about a nifty little invention I came up with called Fork Knife, where one one of the end prongs of a fork was bladed, so you only ever need a spoon and a fork knife. 
I think they have a spork knife. And the I think kn- that's a thing. A spork knife? Yeah. So maybe the handle has all three is the knife and No, it's the like a spork, spork, and then the one side has like a jaggedy edge. <gasps> Natalie, it fucking exists. Okay, yeah. fine. We need well, the fine with China spork, knife, spork knives. The yeah. problem with fork knife was what everybody he said it to was like, wouldn't you just cut your mouth when you right. ate off of it? And well, he was always like, oh. Yeah, but I wanted it to be more like, <laughs> like a butter knife. Like it would still cut things. You still got to be careful. Oh yeah, this thing. So this thing, I'm looking at. We're not going to cut your mouth on a spoon butter knife. on one side and then the fork knife on the other side. Does have it is Let me fork see. knife. The fork oh, knife. Oh, fork knife exists. Okay, but that's like plastic. Now, could you cut a poop with this? Let's you, just. <laughs> I think so. It's silicone, right? Wow. Yeah. Um. Uh, so okay, potential lawsuits coming up. So I had a that was a bad idea. We'll say. On the other hand, I also had a really good feeling about vaginas. Mm. and what I like to put in them. And oh that one God. turned out great. So it's really 50-50 with what my, my idea yeah. is good or bad. Yeah, you're uh, so is you this going to be vagina, Is this, is this idea it. going to be forest vagina or fork knife shuffle? <laughs> Let's find out. ready to find right out. Now, All in I want. fork knife vagina fork shuffle, knife shuffle, players are working together oh to try God. and remember how it plays. It's been a month, and so it's not really coming back to them right now. It's players are playing cards in some way on the table, and I seem to remember it being kind of a table hog, and there were trees or something. The game ends in some way that games typically end, either with the timer running out or some condition like, being met, and then the winner this? is the one who wins by we being the first like to right get something the or by having the most points or something. Right before the show, she wouldn't remember it. Or she doesn't no fucking clue. So This one we played like the day after we recorded. After we recorded the yeah. last episode. <laughs> so, things I liked. I'm just kidding. Okay, so in Forest Shuffle, players are playing tree cards and dweller cards in the trees to try to collect points. On your turn, you simply either draw two cards or play a card from your hand. And it's one of those games where you pay for cards you play with other cards in your hand. And the Love cool that. thing about this game, though, is that when you pay for cards, you don't just discard the other cards. Instead, you put them into this shared area called the clearing, mm, which yeah. either you or your opponents could then collect in future turns when taking the draw cards action. So when you're getting rid of cards, you might get them. You might even get it back because there's a lot of games where you'll play. You'll like play a card and you're like, I don't want to fucking pay these other cards. Mm-hmm. They're all so gosh dang good. <laughs> this one, you might get them back. All right. The dweller cards, which are basically animals, are typically split either vertically or horizontally with artwork. So there's like two different pieces of artwork on each card. And when you play it to a tree, you tuck them either to the left or the right or the top or the bottom so that the part that's showing is the part used. Okay. Um, so it's really cool. Uh, cards have abilities that can activate when you play them or bonuses to unlock, and most of them all score you points somehow. But the game ends when a certain <laughs> card in the deck is reached. And then if players, only we're editing tools. I know. <laughs> we don't. And then players <laughs> add up the points that they got from all their trees and the dwellers that are in their trees, tucked to the left, right, up or down, and the player with the most points wins. So what I liked about this game, it's really fun. I had a great time figuring out which dweller cards to play in my trees and when to play a new tree versus a dweller in an existing tree. And I really enjoyed the mechanism of letting go of cards in your hand that you could get back on a future turn or seeing your opponent put a card into the clearing that they didn't realize you wanted only for you to scoop it up on your next turn. Stuff like that's really cool. Um, What I didn't like was the game is a table hog for being this little card game. I don't know how this would have been played with more than two players without having us to squeeze all the cards into one little spot. You're playing tree cards and then each tree can have four different cards played onto it. And you're doing this a lot over the course of the game. I think I yeah. had like eight trees, like built, cards. Maybe. And then when you start splaying oh, yeah. cards, it's just like, all it's, right, I'll yeah, just may as well just yeah, right. buy, buy a new table. 
<laughs> oh, maybe we, oh, Ooh. well, you heard it from Jeff. I, I guess well, we, Ryan did, we like did like the game, and, the game, and so that's not happening table. a lot lately. Most trees can only hold one dweller, so that helps a little bit, but I was very surprised how much space it takes up. I'm also a bit worried about sameness. We played it, and I feel like we mostly saw all the cards in the deck. There were still a few more we didn't see, but the most fun of this game for me was in the discovery of the cards and how they were used together to score points, which I think after a few more plays might kind of abate. It would be very simple for this game to expand and simply have more cards, like something like Wingspan. So hopefully it's successful enough that it doesn't need, doesn't, yes, Natalie. What do you mean when you say dweller? Animals. Okay. Like they, they dwell in the trees. Okay. Of Elder Vale. You play, you play. I know, but like the cards go on all, there's like four sides of the card. That yep, you can put a dweller to the left, to the right, to the top, oh, okay. or to the bottom. You said most trees can only hold one dweller. Four. Oh, I thought you said one. And I was like, that's not right. I can't chime in. Did I say one? I might. If I said one, I'm wrong. Most trees can only hold. No, no. They can only hold one dweller of like, like I can only put one card to the left and one card to the oh, right and one card to the top, I one card see. to the bottom. Right. I can't put For more. Part, you yeah. can't just keep splaying over and over yeah, and over yeah, again. Yeah, yeah, Okay. Got it. Um, Per side. I see. Overall, I really enjoyed Forest Vagina. I, okay. So I bought this game for you and. We stood there, and there was a guy that was, like, teaching it to people. And he's like, do you want to know before you go up there and buy it? I'm like, okay. Sure. So I buy it anyway. Dave sure. and I listened to him, and I he, it might have been salesman tactic. He was great at it, but I almost bought a copy. I was yeah. like, this looks really cool. Like, the cards seem to just be fun. Like, that seemed like a fun thing to do. I was worried that it was going to feel soulless or... You know, just like, okay, this is literally just another game where it's like, I need three of these. That gives me more points. I need right. four of those. There's other things and other ways to score, which I thought were really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, a lot of it seemed on theme with whichever dweller or animal you're playing in the tree. You know, like the, because uh, you can put on the bottom of the trees, you can get, there's mushrooms. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Or there's like certain bugs that would yeah, go on bugs. the bottom, which I thought was really cool. You the know, birds there's on the birds on the top, butterflies, stuff like that. Um I was really impressed with it, and uh, after it was over, I wanted to play it again right away, which is always the mark of a great game for me. But what did you think, Natalie? That's true. Um, I don't remember. (laughs) It was a month ago, but I do remember that I enjoyed this one. There were so many different cards and different ways to get points, and I really enjoyed making the decisions of which cards to collect and then trying to fulfill them or maximize their points and I thought it was fun how each one could only go on like a certain edge of the tree. So you had to like take that into consideration. And then sometimes you needed to like fill all sides of the tree to get like points. Like some of them were like, you can get points if like all the trees are like full on all sides basically. And so like, I was kind of trying to do that. But then at a certain point towards the end of the game, I was like, I stopped trying that and was just trying to get like build trees to build like one type of card on all those remaining trees to like maximize points for these other things. I don't know. It was just all doing, doing all that and figuring all that out um, was really fun. And um, you said something about how like there are so many different um, like types of, of things and ways to get points. Mm -hmm. Another cool thing is like it was sometimes you'd get a card and you're like, Oh, this card fulfills this but also this over here too because like there was just so much and i'm not this is not like a knock against the game but one thing i remember at the end of the game was tallying up the points i had to like redo mine like three times because i kept missing things yeah i would like do i'm like this is my score and then i was like 
Was well, there a score pad? There might have been a score pad, but have, it's like but score was, this, yeah. then score this. Right. Right. And you so know, like, like there was so much it. stuff where like I would score it and then I'd be like, oh no, I forgot to score this one. And then I'd do it again. And I'm like, oops, I forgot this one over here. And he's like, how? And I'm like, there's oh, so Oh, it pissed me off because yeah. she was already beating me. I know. Oh, I got <laughs> 30 was, more points. I'm like, we're like, really close. Oops. Just trust me. Cause like each tree has like all these things. So you're like trying to like go through them all and then you're trust like me, skipping around. Right. So I remember that like being like really tedious. And, and, you know, it didn't change my opinion on the game, but it was like, that just shows you like how many different ways there are to get points. There's a lot of different ways. But it was like really fun. And um, yeah, I I had a blast playing this one. That is Forest Vagina, right? Because the vagina was the good yes. idea. Yeah. The shuffle. Forest Shuffle was the good idea. Yes. So and for, could have been Fork Knife, vagina. Fork Knife forest. Shuffle. Forest Vagina. Uh, come inside. Not a great name. Yeah, why'd they name it that? Not a great one. That's a weird one. Yeah. All right, Jeff, what else are you playing? Okay, I got another one. <laughs> AG, Flat Out Games, Point City. Flat Out Games? Yeah. Oh. They have some crossovers. AG and Flat Out, I feel like, has crossed over a handful of times. You're right. That's a good point. They crossed over with Verdant, I think? Yeah, one of those. One of those things. But they, they crossed over really? with this one, too. Did they cross over with all of them? Is Flat Let's Out distributed by AG? They've <laughs> done all of them. Maybe. Um, May, I, 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 don't give a fuck. I was going to look it up and I was like, I don't really care. Yeah. So this one has both <laughs> tags on it and you know, whatever. This is no, to no surprise, a follow up to point salad. Oh, same design team. The um, same game, same box. Almost yeah, very similar. Close. Oh. like close, but not totally. Okay. Okay. Ooh, point city. What? That you said the size is close. Nope, yeah. The like game the, size, itself. Well, the size of the box is the same. Oh, okay. The okay. exact game. Same game oh, is what yeah, he was commenting. So this is, um, uh, again, a kind of a light drafting family weight game. Okay. Okay. Uh, the design team is cool. I liked Point Salad a lot, actually. It's the same designers. Um, same design team. The okay. three of them. Oh, okay. Whatever their names are, you, you know. <laughs> Look it up. <laughs> Look it up yourself. If, you, if, you, if you're those people, you know who you are. Okay. Just, <laughs> you know, what do you need us to say for? Why do I got to tell you what your name, name is? Yeah. Hello. Yeah. You know it. Why should I'm I promote your name? I'm for you. You don't ever say my name anywhere. Okay. <laughs> No one ever even rates us on Apple. Yeah, the fuck's our rating? They don't call us Designer, you start rating us, we're going to fucking rate <laughs> yeah. you. So this kind of works the same. You get a four-by-four four grid of cards. That's where you're going to be drafting from. Okay? When you take cards, you have to take two adjacent cards. And these cards are either building cards or resource cards. So you take the resource cards, and then when you want to take a building card out of one of the two, you spend those resource cards to buy the building card. Got it? Yep. The building cards you keep next to you, they give you some points. They give you a permanent resource as like an engine kind of building thing, right? Okay. So if I buy a green building, now I have a green thing to buy other things. It's just there all the time. That's cool. I like engine building games. Okay. As the game goes on, the cards get more expensive. They get better. So you kind of like, you know, put the ones on top, then the twos and the threes. It's one of those games. Okay. And you play until the deck runs out. It's basically Splendor. Same same goddamn game. Um, that's, That's the game. You keep drafting until the cards run out. So you're buying buildings, you're taking resources. Cool. Point City is, it's good. Yeah? It is a good follow-up to Point Salad. And okay. I liked Point Salad. Point Salad was good, too. Mm-hmm. But I think with Point Salad, you're like, okay, I played it. Now now I'm done. Yep. So yeah. I agree. So this has a little more depth, I think, oh, compared okay. to Point Salad. It's okay. hard to not compare the two because they're very right. similar. But what's cool about Point City is there's a little more depth, but it still really, like, shines in its simplicity. Okay. The game is simple. Take two cars that are next to each other. Those are the fucking rules. Like that. Those That's are the it. rules. So is this one so, you're more likely to play again compared to point salad? Yes, I think if I if I'm like, all right, I want to play a point blank game, I'm gonna pick Point City now for a while. 
until I, until this runs out. Until it feels old. And and it might at some point. I don't think it has until like point soup comes out or whatever, yeah, yeah, like whatever yeah. they make next. I don't think this has like it has a little more staying power, but not to some extent of like oh, there's depth yeah. in this game, right? Yeah. Um, but it has a little more, and I think it has a little more with um some of the drafting. So what I what my favorite part of the game was when you draft these two cards. So I don't know if you remember point salad. You can take the vegetables or you can take the scoring cards. Yes. They're on the front and the back. Yes. So when you draft these ones. Now that you say that, I remember it. I don't remember so anything. The four it. by four grid starts <laughs> with Yeah, I don't remember. Of course you do. <laughs> no um, one's surprised. The four by four grid starts with like all resources. When you take two things, um, when you take resources, the card that comes out is the opposite side of the deck, which is buildings. Cool. So when you take buildings, resources come out. When you take resources, buildings come out. So I love that like, like grid that. thing yeah, just kind cool. of changes and it's just cool. Why is it cool when someone just uses cards a little differently? Yeah. I'm <laughs> like, Why is that cool? I'm like, all you do is like, use the other side. This is a little bit different. Yeah. I love it. So Sam cool. McMeeple has that yeah. in his Everstone game. I'm like, he uses cards a little bit differently. This is awesome. Yeah. Because like, <laughs> we're nerds. Yeah. Instead of putting the words point city on the back of your card, you just put something else. You put something else that, that you can way. use it for the game. Yeah. And That's cool. That, that wow. was pretty cool. There's also <laughs> a new way to get, so the cards in point salad, those were the scoring cards. So the way to get um, scoring in point city is you have to build a specific building, it has like an icon in the top corner, and then you choose a scoring tile that, you know, says, oh, you get two points for every matching of these that you have, right? Mm -hmm, but you get mm -hmm. to choose kind of your scoring tile, but you have to build the building first. So there's sort of okay. like, again, there's one extra layer of depth, which, again, isn't deep. This is still a family weight, anybody can play type of game. Filler. Filler, for sure. Um, okay. Little downtime, which is exactly what the game should be. Like the four people can play it very quickly. You would wait maybe one total minute between your turns. What? Okay. I was like, filler, who let the bed? <laughs> so stupid. What? <laughs> filler what? Filler who let the bed? I don't want to sleep with filler. Who let the bed? <laughs> it's fuller. It's, it's fuller. It's fuller. From home. Fulton. Who's no, it's Fuller. 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 It's Fulton. Fulton's from uh, Mighty Ducks. Yeah. Um, from Fuller. Yeah, Fulton. Filler. From, Fuller is from Home Alone. From Home Alone. Where he, like, Have you ever seen that? The, there's a movie called he, Home Alone. Yeah, he drinks all the Pepsi. And then he pees the bed. Oh. I don't want to sleep with him. He's going he's gonna to pee, pee the, the bed. bed. I don't remember his name was Fuller. It's Fuller. Isn't it Fuller? Now we have to look it up. Oh, shit. Is it not Fuller? <laughs> I feel I like I thought it was. I don't want to sleep with And then Natalie said no. I don't know. I don't want to sleep yeah, with Fuller. Okay, yeah. You know about him. He, he wets, wets the, the bed. fucking bed. And that's Spell why they it. left him in the goddamn attic. They left Fuller. him in the attic. Yeah, F -U -L -L -E -R. He's full. He's fuller. He's fuller of piss. <laughs> that's <laughs> actually his, that's, that's his <laughs> brother. He like he's fuller of piss. <laughs> he's <laughs> Anyway, I heard Filler. I'm like, he don't know yeah. Filler. That's what Macaulay called his brother. In re yeah, IRL. Real life. Who's oh, in that show? Succession. Does he still want the bed in that show? <laughs> I don't want to sleep with Timmy. Shut bed. up, guy. You can't take over the company. You went the bed. You went the bed. <laughs> I used to wet the bed when I was a kid. Uh, oh my God. I was a bedwetter. <laughs> you didn't have to admit that. Until yeah, I was like 13. Until I was like 25. I wasn't going to bring it up. It's none of my <laughs> business. <laughs> you look like you were about to ask me. No, you look like you were like, were you the fuller in your family? I was, Yeah, because that's what I ask people all the time. Maybe one you day, should stop talking about One that. day, my cousin was like, I peed the bed last night. And I was like, oh, no. And then every day from that day forward until I was like until 13, I peed the bed. You were like worried? 
I don't know. It was psychosomatic. I just fucking kept peeing. And then I went to the doctor one time and they were going to do a sleep study to find out why urine was coming out of my penis in the middle of the night. (laughs) (laughs) Turned out I just grew up and stopped. (laughs) There you go. Turned out I was like, I should just be a fucking man man and stop pissing the bed like Just wait for the memes on that one. Like filler. (laughs) Oh my God. Damn it. Why do all your stories that just randomly come up have to do with you peeing? All of them? Isn't that only the second? (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Maybe the third? All the ones that are noteworthy. Hey, I, I am not ashamed that I used to pee the bed. That's a thing that people were afflicted with. There's dozens of us. And you're, are you ashamed about the bottle, the peeing in the bottles? Because that's by choice. Should I be? No, I'm not. I, you don't, you're <laughs> I don't know. I'm not. I, maybe I should be, but um, I don't have that, that shame point, sensor. That's Point City. It's point good. City. I would say look into it if you want like a good family weight game. Point City. I also, like Ryan wrote down, samey, feel like yeah. it could end up getting to that point, but that's that's kind of what those lightweight games are. They, yeah. they have a, shif- a shelf life. A chef left. A fucking shelf life. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Shelf life's the right word. Yeah. Where it's like, it, it'll sit yeah. there for a while and you, but anyway, I've been enjoying it. I know John Klinsky's played it a handful of times too with his kids and they've liked it. Oh. So the cool. art's kind of cool. Literally like good for the family. looking art too. Um, but I like it. So, and there's another one from AEG that people should check out called Deep Dive. It's kind of a fun little push your luck game too. Is that, what's the game that you had that was like a push your luck? Was that Deep Blue? Deep Blue. Yeah. That was that, that was a, um, that was another push comes your out luck with the one, one game every year. Um, yeah, um, the we know Quadropolis people. Like, well, I know what the fuck are days games? Of wonder. What are games? So, days, well, you days know why? Because we don't have shelves of games. To, yeah, we don't to know anything. We can't in reference front of us. them. Fucking stupid. <laughs> it's all empty now. Um, but deep dives are cool, like penguiny diving into the water, pressure luck kind of game too. So right. those were cool. Two cool games I got from Gen Con that AEG put out, and I, th- I don't know if they did like a combined Kickstarter with them or what they did. But deep blue, did we play that? We did play. We at, played Deep Blue at, at Joe's. Joe's yep. Okay, I remember mm-hmm. that. She remembers that. How do you remember that? Well, but I, you don't remember. What we, you, you don't remember. 100. You don't remember me setting up and playing Cryptid Urban Legends for you. <laughs> you remember four years ago we played Deep Blue one half of one time. <laughs> Jesus fucker! Oh, it's man. no secret that I'm a bedwetter. Well, I don't remember and, how to play it. I just remember that I played that game, and where I was. That's like the stuff I do remember. I see. Yeah. Uh, okay, so it's no secret that <laughs> I'm a like, lover of polyomino games. Hell, I went on a journey to try and play every single one of them that I could. You right? Sure did. I went down yonder to we. the Chattahoochee, which, as you all know, gets hotter than a hoochie coochie. I learned how to swim and learned who I was. You know, a lot about living and, and a little, little about, about love. love. And polyamino games. I had heard our very own Tahid post about how much he loves this game over in the Discord and then made the bold claim that this was just as good, if not better, than Planet Unknown. Use his full name. A fantastical and outlandish claim that I expected someone like Matt Cousineau to proclaim, seeing as he hates Planet Unknown and all the people who play it. Well, I then took Cameron to Grand Con and should I, did I talk about how I went to Grand Con? You talked about that. I went to Grand Con. Oh, yeah. yeah. There. I didn't. Done. And while I was at Grand Con, I was talking with Shelly about Wild Tiled West as we were both at a booth that was selling it. And I mentioned how much Tawheed loved it. And she was like, oh, that's his name. Did you know his name is Tawheed? No. Yeah. Yeah, But no one knows him by that. Call him Tawheed. Well, I, I, we're good enough friends that he said I'm allowed to call what's him by his middle his name? Phone. We're getting really federal here. What, what's his middle name? His middle name is Will Will Wilfred. 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 Tahid Wilfred Coleman. 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 <laughs> He's not a coal man. He's a coal man. <laughs> <laughs> not like Phil Spiderman. Phil Spiderman. <laughs> uh, anyway, so Ta loved it, Wilfred. and uh, <laughs> and 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 Shelley was like, "Oh shit, that sounds good." Then I was looking at it, and someone behind me, who I later recognized as the devil on my shoulder, was like, "Listen, that game <laughs> is awesome." And I was like, really? Have you played Planet Unknown by chance? And he was like, yes. Who is it? This is just some rando. 
Okay. What? It was a real person. Yes. Okay. I she thought you were still talking to the devil on your shoulder. <laughs> well, I'm I'm calling this guy. Okay, an actual guy. An actual You're human being person. He right. was a devil truck because he got me to buy it by saying, "Yes, I do have and played Planet Unknown, and I love so you that." You did game. buy it. Will you Grand shut Grand the fuck <laughs> up for you did one buy it at half second? Let me get there, woman. <laughs> Well, because Jeff was like, you have this. And I was like, I think he I bought it at Grand Con. I'm not sure. I can't I wait, just, I can't I can't wait to find out. I can't wait. I wonder if he buys it at Grand Con. What's the end of the story going to be? We'll never know. <laughs> he said, yes, I love that game. And this game stands head and shoulders with it. Room enough for both. And what was I supposed to fucking do, Natalie? What would you have done? What would any of you have done? Well, I elbowed everyone out of the way, even though there was no cost to do that. If nobody was in line and I bought it. Natalie, yeah. I bought the fucking game. After I was escorted, escorted out for pointlessly injuring all those children by elbowing them, Shelly smuggled me back in, and we got a five-player game of it with Shelly, Sean, Sam, me, and Cameron. My son. Nice. And here's how it plays. In Wild Tiled West, we're going straight to... Players are playing in the rootin' tootin' Wild West. I watched that movie. Oh Dan and I gosh. watched that movie while we played. You did? <laughs> Hell yeah, it's called Theme Night, It's called baby. Wild Tile West. Wild Tile West, we watch Wild Wild, wild West. West. Wild Wild West. The Wild Tile West. Players are playing in the rootin' tootin' Wild West. Well, you are out of control. To build, mine, tussle, and wrangle. Basically, players are drafting tiles to play on their own personal player board, depending on what dice were rolled, which is the first cool fucking point. There are tiles on this massively dual-layered player board. It's not a player board, but it's massively dual-layered. Yeah. Can I just interrupt you? Around, you no, you like, cannot you, keep interrupting me! Uh, <laughs> Natalie, you tell us about the game. What, Natalie? First of all, I didn't play this game. But second of all, are you drink, you're back, not even drinking. Are you going back to Wild Wild West? She's not even drinking. The funniest thing be. to me is like you saying all this silly stuff right now, uh -huh. and all I can think about is earlier he was like, when I stuck my dick in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, I didn't we do hit that. A spot here. <laughs> Here we are. <laughs> Welcome back, We're bitches. Did you miss us? Where the fuck have you been? <laughs> I was gonna say you were like stressing and overwhelmed today, trying to script for this, and, and all I can think about is this is what you were overwhelmed and stressed scripting this crazy speaking. Right this now. is the way. This is the way the world works. This, this is the way it goes. You're like, I don't know. I'm gonna finish in time, and you're like rooting, tooting. <laughs> <laughs> Is exactly like that. <laughs> Nailed this one. Rooting, rooting, tooting. No, no, I didn't put a G. I put oh. rooting, apostrophe, okay. tooting, apostrophe. Good. Gun noise. Did you put the gun noise? No, I just oh. did that on the fly. So wow. I. <laughs> Even better. Yeah, the whole thing is kind of having out the brain. Make gun noise. Whoa, 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 whoa. Did you hear how she pronounced that word? <laughs> she cannot Don't. say the word. Do it. Say it again. No. In in what? Well, Jeff, what are those two things called that you put words in? Parentheses. <laughs> yeah, right. Shut Parentheses. Natalie. <laughs> what do you say? Tell them how you pronounce it. Parentheses. Parentheses? Yeah. Like a parent? <laughs> like what a is parent a parentheses? Like a parentheses. What is a parentheses? Well, my parents saw my parentheses. me do this, so in, My parentheses sees me doing it every day. My parentheses it. My parentheses sees me do it. <laughs> Just say a different sound instead of the T. Yeah, say the th instead Parent of the t. Parentheses? You are thirty. You're, in your, you're thirty years old, and you, and you just found out like a couple days ago. That's I'm like, she kept saying, she's like, oh, the parentheses have this, and then the parentheses. And I'm like, what are Cameron you saying? About like, I only read oh about yeah, we were teaching Cameron. She's like, so you put forty two in parentheses. I'm like, what? What do you do? Where do you put it? No, you do the parentheses first. 
the yeah, yeah. equation. Yeah, please excuse. Well, she's right about the doing parentheses. The first part, excuse but the, my dance. Um, okay, that reminds Anyways. me. There's a Simpsons episode where Marge is like, "Run like the wind." And she's like, "I've only read it in books. I don't know how to say it." <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Super Nintendo Chalmers. <laughs> All right, back there to are tiles two. on this massively dual layered board, and all around the edges are spots for dice. Mm -hmm, the mm -hmm. dice are D20s and D8s. They They're are? not fucking D6s mm -hmm, like in every mm -hmm, other game. When mm -hmm, every mm -hmm. other fucking board game uses D6s almost exclusively. So that's super cool. There's D20s and D8s. And they're like cool dice or see-throughs. Yeah, they're like Isn't bluey. Isn't so cool use dice just a little bit different and than the regular why is it cool dice? when they use dice? I feel like you're mocking me, <laughs> yeah. but that's yeah. very true. Yeah. So you choose a die and then take the tile in its row or column that's closest to it, or you can pay to get others further away over certain dice. And then you place the tile on your player board. You're trying to group tiles together to score points like every other game and the way you do it here is pretty cool you're trying to fill in all the darkened spaces of your player board to score points for that are attached to these like building things you're trying to group cattle together so you can wrangle them position banditos in a line with sheriffs so they can shoot and kill them so you don't incur negative points collect sets of playing cards to get you points and build buildings that grant you abilities scoring points or other cool things like that each player board is different mm -hmm. which is awesome and each board has two sides. There's the one simpler side for your first couple plays, and then the other side has like abilities and stuff on them that change up the game. Even the simpler sides are all different. The simpler sides are different, but they don't have abilities. The extra rules and the yeah, abilities, yeah, yeah. right. But they're different looking, which is cool, and mm -hmm. they're different starting areas. So things I like, using the bullet tokens to shoot and kill the bandits, and then you stand the bullet tokens up so they become little tombstones. Boom. Is like, ah. <laughs> It's so cool. It makes me love murder even more. Oh, my God. <laughs> the dice mechanism is really cool. I like that you only have so many tiles from which to pick each round. And so the game becomes very tactical in a way I enjoy for a game with this weight, which is just south of three. Uh, what I didn't like in a five player game, you roll all the dice. But when you're playing with less yeah. players, you don't. You roll less dice. So I wonder if it would almost feel too a touch too random to be fun with two players and less opportunities an to select five. I have an opinion on to that. To select five. You oh, I can't with wait. two players? Yes, and four. Mm. Yeah. Okay, good. I can't wait to hear that. Playing with five players, this took a long time to get through. There was a lot of AP happening, and the only AP worse than in-game AP has my urine inside of it. So the game went <laughs> a bit too long for the way AP Arnold Palmer. But yep. like every game, it would get shorter with more plays, but certainly would also be shorter with less players. Overall, I no, really liked this game. Ooh. I was going love. That's all I'm going to play. Say, I don't what did you type there? Really liked. Okay, all right, but you almost. Loved I almost. It. Some, so did you? Oh, write, I call audibles like crazy. Was it like L L L L L, like dot dot dot? Capital really. Really like. Yeah, okay. I capital. I Really liked this game. I found it tons of fun. I don't feel like it's anything like Planet Unknown in any way, other than there's polyamino tiles. But the weight is kind of similar, and I'm very happy to own both of them. There's no. This would never fire Planet Unknown in a million years. It's nothing like it at all. It's okay. great. It's it's re it's really capital it's really great. good. <sighs> Jeff, what'd you think? Okay, <laughs> that wasn't at you. Okay, I was like, God, I, got, I finally got through. <laughs> Natalie needs to play this game. I yeah. think you yeah. would like it. She wanted to before we we, we almost recorded. we almost we'll right yeah, so yeah we couldn't we couldn't get there. So I really enjoyed it. Also, um, did I really love it? I don't know, but I did really yeah, I don't enjoy know. it. So I played it twice. And I would play this game whenever. So I played it at two players and I played it at four. Oh, I can't wait to hear. I agree. Four players, four and five is really it's just, great. It's a little long. <laughs> it's really great. But it's, I would say like 
all right, if, if you played the game for an hour and a half or two hours, you'd be like, okay, that's not a long game. Yeah. Where it's long is it's long maybe between your turns. Yeah. Where you're like waiting a few minutes and you're like, okay, this, like, just pick a fucking time. Yeah. Right. So it can get long there. But I actually really like the theme for some reason. Me too. And I don't give a shit about themes. Neither do but I. But it felt like <laughs> this silly kind of art helped. Yeah. The the, the tombstone it, things. You feel like for some reason you're making like this old west town. Certainly. And I don't know why. Is it like what's that one? Well, this trying theme to with the old. Yes. Look them up. Yes. Is that, it? What do you mean? Is it like that? It's wild west themed like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But not like there's no. no but like it feels like a little western. Yeah. Town. It, I don't know. It just yeah. gave itself. Yeah, like it a came through for some reason, which and and sometimes polyomino games it fucking doesn't. It's well, it's hard dumb. to make it come yeah. through. I feel so like. for some reason yeah. it did. It, it felt more nothing like nothing in real life has polyomino pieces. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, gotcha. <laughs> that's the reason. Yeah, that's so I the guess one. It just that's felt nothing <laughs> <laughs> real. Good one, it. good one, babe. <laughs> yeah, thanks. So I guess it just like felt a little more than like nonsense filling of polyomino game theme right so <laughs> with so many polyomino games like how does this thing stand out and i think it yeah. does so one of the things that ryan said also is like these bandits are cool oh it's the cool. fact that you have to shoot them oh it's unique it forces different places with an actual bullet you, you yeah <laughs> it forces you to make decisions and like what's cool is like whenever you get a bullet you can just shoot them or if you already have bullets and you put a cop out there shoot it right immediately not a cop but you know the sheriff. sheriff. He shoots him. Right? So it's just like shooting going right away. So that adds a little layer, which I liked. Um, I love that there's going to be there's special rules. There's different boards. There are these mission cards that everybody has and gets throughout the game, which really increases replayability because those mission cards give you a shitload of points. If you're not paying attention to those, you fucking lose. Did you only play with the normal boards? Or do you play We played with the normal. I've just played with the normal. Okay, boards. same. Yeah. Um, but the missions are like you have to. You have to do the missions. Yeah. You can't, like, sometimes in games where, like, Planet Unknown, you might be able to win without winning one of your missions next to you or the the competitive ones. You got to do these things. So it really changes kind of how you play, which I like. Um, I like the tra- the tile drafting. I thought it was unique. Forces, like, a, a kind of a good combination of, all right, this is what I need to fill up. But then also, like you said, that tactical decision of, okay, now what, I, what do I do? Which forces AP and people waiting a long time because they don't necessarily know what tiles are going to be available so that kind of sucks yes i have a question yeah in a two-player game yeah. when you're drafting did you did you feel like this is just a thought i had did you yeah. feel like there's only three dice yeah it was kind of annoying dave and okay. i both were like what if we just added a dice in next time <laughs> yeah yeah like, would it really change that much because you could give theoretically never get what you need right yeah. there's only three like, it options just, it would make it less tight and you, you people out there would be like well you're not playing by the rules or how the game is supposed to be intended but it would increase my fun if I had two more choices. So I, do could, what you want. so I think maybe with two players, I would just, maybe not all of them, maybe use five or four. You know, just add one to just... Yeah, just and just give you a, a couple bit. more choices. Yeah, so I would just add a little more. Dave and I both were kind of like, okay, well, that that's what we get to pick. And if you could keep rolling the same fucking numbers, which you kind of did, especially in the eight-sided die, you're like picking from the same right. stack over four and again. over again. Yeah. But it was a unique way to to draft tiles. Like forcing this area to get drafted because that's the dice that you roll. It was right? cool. I like that too. Um, teardown's annoying. If I'm talking about downsides, right? Teardown's annoying. Putting all that shit back into those spaces is is an annoying thing. In that way, it's like Planet um, Unknown. Yes, <laughs> I think it's more annoying than Planet Unknown because some of the shapes are the same, but they're in the wrong. They're in the different spaces, which is annoying. But again, this doesn't like Ryan said doesn't. Planet Unknown, to me, I like Planet Unknown better. I think so, too. If, again, we're comparing them, which it's I think... It's hard to compare. They're there so is different. Room, just, yeah, just because they're polyomino shapes, there's different boards. Like, 
the connection before I played it, I saw. I was like, okay, maybe this is a, a Planet Unknown ish type of game. Yeah. This has both. Like, there's room for both of these in a collection for totally. sure. I'm very glad Dave bought it, and I've already. That's cool because I didn't even know we, he did. Yeah, we played it a couple <laughs> weeks ago, and then he picked it again in his game night, and I'm happy to play it anytime. It was cool. So I want to do the the bigger rules next. So time. did you uh, like it better with four? No. Okay, I yeah, I liked it better with four because we had the more tiles to pick from, but with. But there was less downtime. Yeah, with two. Uh, the downtime can be tough, mm-hmm. and well, I think again, like you said, it's right. It's it, it gets faster and all this kind of like. I know, but at, our, at the the clip that we play games, it's we might not play it for two more months. We might mm-hmm. need a refresher, so it's still mm-hmm. kind of slow. Um, True, but I, I was it was really good. I really liked it. It's fun. Yeah, I think it's fun too. We every yeah. one of us at the table was very impressed with it. Yeah, I, so that that's like a, a two thumbs up from my, me. Yeah, same same Z's. All right, what about you? What else you been playing? What the hell am I talking about? All right, I'm, <laughs> I'm winging this next one because I have nothing written Fuck about it. it because Devin and I just played this game. So this was also high on my list, mainly because of the artiste. Because like Ryan, when he goes through games and looks at them, he goes by a gut feeling. And sometimes gut. I just say, that game looks cool, and I, I want to look at it. <laughs> Give this it. artist is Vincent Dutre. But his first name is definitely Vincent. Vincent. <laughs> Vincent. <laughs> um, who is just incredible. Phenomenal. He has his own like style, too. And it just is gorgeous. Very bright blues and oranges, I feel like, always. Yeah, Old Tree is Let's a game see, that Let's see, what would you know that, I, that like, he did? He did um, the new version. Oh, you hated that game. Well, I might Cryptid know what the art looked like. No, you wouldn't, I don't think. Um, is the Kinesia, um Old Tree is the one that I, I like. Old Tree? There's, like, of course, like a billion games, I and I can't think of like one that. board game that exists. It's, uh, what's that fucking uh, Kinesia? <laughs> he did Canopy, which Kinesia I really like. One. <laughs> um, he Medici. did Heat recently. What? Medici. Mm. Told you, you don't fucking remember. He recently, Robinson Crusoe, like. Quest for El Dorado, okay. the new Jay Poor role uh, player. Rising Five, I think he did that. Oh, okay. Yeah, Lost Cities. He's just, he's good. Gotcha. He's Atlantis amazing. Rising. Yeah, Atlantis cool Rising. Um, broom Service. Uh, did he do uh, Broom Service? I don't service? know, it's on the list. Wow. Um, <laughs> I, I guess know. so, I guess he did. Someone thinks he did. <laughs> <laughs> and so this, <laughs> this game caught my attention because the cover looks cool. The game is called After Us by Pandasaurus. Mm-hmm. And it's got Close a cool theme. Yes. So what it's did you like say? the year 20, okay. 2083 or something like that. And which of one? course, <laughs> which, which one? one the year? Which, one? which year? Which one of those? 2083. Which the one was it? 2083? Yeah, 20. That's a year. Is that not a well, I don't know what you're asking. <laughs> I just didn't hear him. what he said. <laughs> what it's not like you're saying. You're telling me that that's not like a number. Like I'm saying it like. Uh, 2083? No, sure? I just didn't hear what year okay, he yeah. said. Yeah. Which one? <laughs> <laughs> Which one of those years? Which one of those years? Did you what know? one was it? So, yeah, 2083. Life's right, not like Pollyanna's house now. Yeah. <laughs> okay, um, 2083. Who cares? <laughs> 60 years from now. Yeah. And they basically say, all right, the planet's wiped. Uh, hum- humankind is dead. Gone. We're, we fucked it up. Fucked okay? it up. Nature is taking back the planet, <laughs> and it starts with the apes. Okay? Okay. This is Planet of the Apes. Planet of the okay. Unknown. Okay. Planet of the Apes, but like after we all died. The cover and the artwork ends the theme there. Gameplay, you just don't oh, feel the theme at all. Extremely but, abstract. Man, it looks fucking cool. The cards are beautiful. The tiles are cool. The cover is beautiful. Anyway, humankind dead. That's cool. <laughs> this is a deck building resource management D type of game. Um, you are leading a tribe of apes. Okay. Right. You're the ape As leader. a person. No. 
You're an ape you're leading dead. tribe of apes. Yeah, you're People just you're just in charge like of the them. king ape. Yeah, you're the you're the king ape or, or queen ape. Yeah. Yep. So you start with a um, the leader of the apes. The leader of the apes. You start with a, a small deck of like generic cards, right? Just like a deck builder. Mm-hmm. And you everybody draws four cards, and you line these cards up in a row. So you have four cards in a row, and you line them up. And as you line these cards up. As they come together, they sort of, um, like, they match, right? So, like, it's like half of something on one card and yeah. half of something on another. And when they go together, they make a whole something. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're basically, they're called frames. So when you complete a frame, you have this whole line, you basically run your engine. You look at all the frames you completed, you gather those resources, and you turn those resources into points. Okay. Through the frames. Okay? Mm-hmm. And then at the end of every, uh, after you do that, you basically buy new ape cards to add to your deck, which are then freaking sweet. Right, then they're, like, very improved, and those also then go into your deck, and then you would draw them out, you get, you know, the chimpanzees or the baboons or the orangutans, then they're in there, and they're, like, way sweeter cards. So you're making way better engine four-card lineups um, every turn. Are all of those members of the Great Ape family and not monkeys? I think correct. What about gorillas? I think gorillas are in there. Those are the four. What about baboons? Didn't he say that? He said baboons. He did? Well, maybe yes. he said baboons. Baboons. Maybe I said <laughs> a bumbling, bambling bunch and of baboons. Yeah, baboons. What'd you say? Chimpanzees. Chimpanzees. Gorillas. Orangutans and gorillas. Okay. I think are the four. I think a chimp is a monkey. Did I say chimpanzee? You did. I don't know. Those are the four <laughs> monkeys that you can add. You get. You start with like tamrons. Is that a monkey? Tampons. Uh, Tampons. I don't know. Is it tam- a tamron? I don't okay, know. If you look that. that up and it's a monkey, I'm looking it up. shut your face. I'm looking at I'm looking at it. I'm looking at it. I spell it. Tam, uh, T-A-M-A-R-I-N. Tamron Monkey or something. Tamron Country Club? Fuck. Tamron Hall? Tamron James. I see. Tamron. It's T-A-M-A-R-I-N. Yeah, I'm pretty damn close to that. They're like furry. Okay, I get... They're like furry? Aren't all of them furry? Oh, you got it. It's a primate. It says right there. I get partial credit. Those are like your starting monkeys and then you upgrade to the other Starting monkeys? Yeah, then you upgrade the other monkeys. That's a monkey. Chiefly South American monkeys. Look at this monkey. He has a mustache. That's cute. All it's right, like Jeff. What you- <laughs> Wait, what the f- what are we doing? <laughs> Related um, to the marmoset. Anyway, you do that until you get 80 points. They're and then the you size win. of a squirrel. Okay, 80 points ends the That's game. That's like ends the game. Oh, okay. If no one else is there, the 80 point one wins, but 80 points triggers it, and then you kind of You can like, go over if yeah, you Yeah, there's your last no turn. like... End game scoring. Everything's like in, in game. So you're basically just continuing to line these cards up in the most <laughs> optimal way. To complete the frames that are half on the cards, half off the cards, right? Okay. And I went on Board Game Geek and I looked at this game. Okay, I like learned it. Cool. I went on there. I'm like, what are people thinking about this? Because this is what nerds do. And Ryan and I have talked about this. Yep. This game is not getting love. On yeah, board game I Geek. saw that. It's getting kind of. I really liked raked. it. Did you? Yeah, I don't well, understand. Fuck everyone else. Fuck other people. Fuck these motherfuckers. Okay. Do I, I read some of the posts? Right. I read some of the comments about what people don't like. People are like, it's not. It's not deep enough. There's not like. Yes, there are, there's, one of my issues is all the cards that you're getting are face down. There's no, like, strategy in what card to pick, um, but that also speeds the game up because you're just drawing, like, a face down chimpanzee, and then you just add it to your deck, right? Okay. Um, and they all provide something similar. Like, chimpanzees are focused on something. The orangutans are focused on getting this certain material. The the gorillas are focused on getting angry so you can get rid of your other cards, right? They all have a different focus. So there's some variation of that. So I guess the face up and down didn't really bother me because what am I going to do? Just continue to try to like overanalyze what monkey to grab? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And then the other complaint was like when you put together the the chain of events, the frames, there's 
Like there's, oh, there's the optimal way of doing it. I'm like, well, of course there's an optimal way of doing it. There's the optimal way of doing everything. But like, you have to figure that out. So people are kind of complaining, like you can put them together however you want. And you're just going to get stuff. Yeah. But I don't know. Like when I was playing, I was like, I'm having this fun. is fun. That's like, all that I'm matters, dude. Fun to put these things together. <clears throat> and yeah, I'm looking at the comments here as well. They, uh, you're, yeah, you're right. It's getting kind of pooped on. Yeah. How do you respond to this guy's comment? Okay. BGA. Oh, it says BGA. He should have played it in person. Uh, uh, I can't play on board game arena. Yeah. So I don't, and I asked Devin, I was like, did you like it? Devin's like, yeah, she liked it too. Fuck and I, I just don't like, so I posted on Instagram actually today or yesterday and a handful of people like backed me up and they were like, I really liked it too. They, I think Ameritrash or um, Better Half Reviews were like, I played it, we played it 10 times already. This or gives me an idea. Have we done a top five of games that most people dislike, but I like? We could do that. Uh, we should do that. If we haven't done that, someone will tell us out there. Uh, you did oh, that yeah, in episode that. 65. You did one um, I, that kind of gives me the idea. I think we should do that. But yeah, I, write it down. I, I don't know. I just liked it. No, you I was like, it. this is down. fun. <laughs> And the art was cool, so I would definitely play this again at four. Everything happened simultaneously, which is cool. You like I put your cards together, playing. you run your engine together, and then when everyone's done running their engine, then they're like, okay, who's drafting cards? And you can do that simultaneously because you're just drawing them, right? So there's no... Yeah. Um, I don't know. I really liked it. I was pleasantly surprised. I will play it more, and there will be a point where I will be like, well, I, I get it, right? Like, yeah. I, I get the complaints, and I see that people are like... Oh, if I play this five times, it might feel the same. It might feel like this, but fuck it. If I get five fun plays out of this, it's a win, and I I liked it. That's awesome. Yeah, so I was... And again, it might start in the negative because I started looking at comments, and people were, like, ragging on it, but... I'm trying to think of a game. It. There's definitely a game where I felt the exact same way. I'm like, man, people are hating this, and I'm love. Typically, it's the other way around, right? Typically, right. Like a lot of people will love a game, and I might be like, I don't, I don't get what the fuck. Yeah, I don't get it. Like Paladins of the West Kingdom is my probably my biggest example. Everyone loves it. I'm like, I just don't, I don't like it at all. I think it's yeah. kind of crappy. That that kind of that makes me want to play it, not just to prove you wrong, right. but to be like, yeah, I want to, I want to see. Yeah, like we've done like best games under a certain rating on. Yeah, show, this one, I, I'm, I guess I specifically different. more mean, it could be any game, it could be rated high, even, well, I guess it wouldn't be rated high if people typically don't like it, but there's like games out there where people are like, you know people are like, no, this game's no, this game's yeah. no bueno. We could do like a misrated list, like <clears throat> yeah. games that are wrongly rated. We feel opinion. they're rated wrongly. <laughs> <laughs> if I can copy the exact fucking shit yeah. you just <laughs> exactly. Um, okay, so long, long ago. During the beginning of my board gaming journey, oh, we yeah. used to play this cooperative game about panicking while trying to keep monsters from destroying our castle oh, hell in yeah. an we aptly named game called Castle Panic. Remember that? Yes, that was fun. Played it a ton back then and felt like I'd kind of moved on from it. <clears throat> you know, I mean, it's uh, I'm not going to say it's baby's first cooperative game, but, you know, kind of. Yeah, for sure. Right. Uh, well, along came sex, and the result mm -hmm. of that sex was children. The children have grown a bit, and we, we went to Origins this year. I saw the new version of Castle Panic and figured, hmm, this might be worth re-looking at. If you're not familiar with Castle Panic, it's a fun cooperative game where monsters are constantly coming in and gradually getting closer and closer to the castle in the center of the board. Players work together to play cards that damage the monsters and repair and reinforce the castle walls, and at times you feel like it's easy, and then suddenly it feels impossible, and then you eke out a win and it's over. Playing this with the kids has breathed new life into this game. It's cool. so simple for them to get the hang of. And in most cooperative games, you can't openly share information, but what I love about this one is you can. 
And so it's so much easier for the little ones to grasp when oh, everyone right. is allowed like, to openly hand, strategize. Right? Yeah. You can just play the game with all the cards yeah. face up if you want to. That's what we did, too. <clears throat> yeah. So you can openly strategize together about who should do what and who should do it when and what order. And it's so simple and really, really fun for the kids as they kill monsters and then freak out when we draw a giant boulder that wrecks an entire slice of the board, castle and all. If there was anything I didn't particularly like about <clears throat> the base game of Castle Panic, it's a little bit on the easy side. It always has that fear that you might lose, but then you just don't. You right. kind of just win a lot. I feel like maybe I'm maybe I'm just what really fucking good. Game? It's e it's there's easy. a bunch of expansions that you can get for it. That, yeah, the base oh, game is easy. We, we had yeah. a bunch of that crap, like the wizard, the wizard's tower. Like, yeah, it makes it harder, but overall, it's an easy. Yeah. It's pretty easy. I mean, I will say, it doesn't feel. Look, we're not playing it, and I'm like, okay, well, we're clearly going to win. There is oh, usually yeah. a part where it's like, fuck, we might not do this. And then by the end, it's like, I think we're going to do this. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, there's also this rule that we never play about being the master slayer. Did you even know that was a rule? It's like, it's kind of makes it semi-cooperative where you play it cooperatively, but then there's, you, you're kind of like, I think when you're killing monsters, you're collecting points. Oh. And so whoever has like the most is like. the first citizen of Arkham. Yes, exactly. Like it's like, crap, we don't we don't play with that nonsense gobbledygook and we never have, we never <laughs> will. Overall, I'm really happy we got this game. Uh, and I think we're going to play it frequently with the kids when we're all itching for a game. Is it being cooperative really speaks to Scarlett, my youngest, who doesn't like being in the position to win or lose against her brother and sister and still makes her feel good in a stressed out way that she enjoys. Um, what do you guys think of this game? Natalie, what do you think? I thought this was a really fun family friendly cooperative game. I'm not sure I'd be interested in playing it with like other adults <laughs> or really. I, so I can't play with you. All the I kids would are playing? say I would say <coughs> I probably would never pick this. At an adult-only game night. Oh, yes. Agreed. But with the family, the co cooperative aspect was awesome because um, we just got to constantly like work together and talk through like every turn. Um, so it just felt like it, there was no pressure for them to be figuring out what to do, but then there was also like no downtime because everybody was involved all the time, and that was really fun, I think. Um, and I liked the simplicity of it, but it still felt like there was a good amount of tension and stress over if we were going to win or lose. I mean, overall for me, I just would call it like a family game. And um, I kind of like it. I kind of liked it more than some of the other games we play that feel like kind of kiddish. Yeah. This one felt like a good family game that was like, I don't know. Well, I think it's because I wouldn't say this is a kid's game. No. Right. I don't yeah. think it's advertised as kids' right. family. It's game. good with kids, yeah. I think, but I wouldn't say this is a kid's game yeah. like My Little Everdell is or something like that. That feels right. very kiddy yeah, to yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. And I liked it better than those kind of games for that reason, but it still felt like it was like a perfect game to play with them. Yeah, sure. Now, well, you didn't. This is just the regular straight base game. Did they come out with a giant box? There's a recently? giant box that is like four hundred dollars yeah, or something huge. crazy that you can get literally everything that's ever came out for okay. it in minis and stuff like that. There's a spinoff. We've played. Um, it's a Star Trek. It's like Castle Panic, Star Trek, or mm -hmm. Star Trek Panic, or something. Yep. So they have yep. some a couple spinoffs, which that one's a little harder because the the spaceship or whatever. I don't know what the fuck you're doing. Did like turns and rotates, so you have to like oh, move it. Sure. So there's one extra layer of something, but again, it's not like it's yeah, not it's, this super they, deep experience. It is kind of like baby's first co-op game, um, but it's cool. Like, it's fun. I'm glad. I'm glad Cam and the girls are liking it. They love it. Yeah, yeah they'll. I'm sure they'll want to pick it again next time we play, which I'm very happy with because I enjoy it too. Yeah, right. that was fun. All right, Jeff, what else you got? Okay, I got one more. Let's talk party games. Okay, Ooh. okay, party games. I like those. The party game 
Should I say the party game at Gen Con? Sure. Yeah, I, think I would it was. say the biggest party game at Gen Con was called Everything Ever. All at once. All at once. <laughs> in in a parentheses. In, parent, in parentheses. In parentheses. In parentheses. <laughs> parentheses. Par- so you all say parentheticals. Yeah. So <laughs> you couldn't. Yeah. <laughs> you couldn't say this game without saying everything ever all at once. All at once. Right. It just yeah. was happening because it was Ryan's obsession and I said all it five million times. So <laughs> it's just called, yeah. it's just called everything ever. Oh, it's oh, called everything ever <laughs> by itself. Um, <laughs> I was super excited. I got a copy from Floodgate. Thank you. Gave it some plays. Okay. Cool. Another root and My first game. play, no, root and toot, nothing. My first play was in the car on the way home. Okay. <laughs> really? Oh, yeah. wow. That's so players take turns listing things. And Ryan fucking loves I love listing things. I do. Things. I, lists are the Everybody best. loves listing oh, things. Lists are so great. Okay. I got notebooks of lists. So you're listing things that match categories from everything ever that's the, oh. that's the point of the game there's okay. a shitload of cards and they're like it's basically categories for everything wow let's get this right? game so hold on whoa, whoa, <laughs> i know you're whoa. let's three sheets to the wind but let's see let's see let's see what he says sips. yeah where was mine by the way i wasn't even i know you didn't give one. jeff any wine i wasn't oh. even offered one. Oh, i didn't gives, know you liked wine who cares he drinks it with you almost every time wine? if you ask him oh maybe is it champagne i have cider you I'll could have some of this wine too I'm like, do you not like want to have the glass? Wine? I feel like if you wouldn't like, it's like it's like spiced wine. It's like one of the witches brew. I'll have a cider. Was like a witches brew or something? Was like a witches brew or something? <laughs> so, for example, these categories are like famous sets of sisters. Every college or university, every song with home in it, every gemstone, every person named Jennifer that's famous, right? Just <laughs> a bunch of stuff. Model of car, countries in Asia. Again, they're advertising it as everything. Ever. I kind of want to do the Jennifer one. Okay, go ahead. Uh, Jennifer Love Hewitt. Jennifer Lawrence. Jennifer Coolidge. Jennifer Connolly. Oh, I just should oh. have said that one. Jennifer Connolly Jennifer is so hot. Anderson. Jennifer, your sister. <laughs> She's a famous Anderson. actor. So if you said something like that, Jennifer you could Jameson. Like, during that game, you could like be like, all right, that's. You could like play this card that's like, nah, let's judge that oh, one, right? Oh, to I be see. like, okay. to kind of keep your friends in line, right? So the game has two category cards out, two category cards out. And on your turn, you have to say one from one category and then say another one that fits the other category. Okay. If you happen to say something that fits both. So for example, in the demo that we played right there, there was one that was like type of fruit. No, maybe just type of apple. Type of diabetes. And actress. And I said Christina Applegate. Ooh. I thought that was good. Like, okay, Christina Applegate. Perfect. So that would match both of them and I would draw a card and add it to my hand. Why that's important is if you can't name something, if you're just like, I don't know, there's not like a timer, but you can be like, come on, if you don't know something, go. Or if you just run out of, you say all the countries in Asia and you ran out, um, you can play a card from your hand, which are just the category cards and replace the categories that are on the table and then name them. Mm. That's kind of what you're doing with your card. If you ever just can't do it or you run out of cards in your hand, you then take the pile as like party game penalty points. You know, This is one of those, why didn't I design that game? I know. So really. Um, you're kind of just going around and trying to list these things. Sometimes a third card comes out where you have to name like three things and you're just kind of like laughing. There's these judge cards that try to like goofy and keep people honest and whatnot. Um, you get points again, party game points. Nobody gives a shit about it's fun. It is a, like a really solid party game. If you like those kind of games, okay. I have played it's it. So Final that is fun. It. let's get it. I've played it formally a couple times. Like by the rules, yeah. a couple okay. times with my students, and I've also played it informally a lot. Ooh, which yeah. is better? This so both. 
Like oh. it's not. I love games you can play informally, like on the couch. Yeah. Or so in the car, we, on, on the way home in the car, I took out like a pack and I un- I opened it up and I just read cards, like like <laughs> I was just doing now, and we just sat in the car on the way home and just listed things, and we're like, oh, what about that? Like that's funny. This <laughs> is this right, and. That's a great thing to do because sometimes you love listing things and you're like, what do we list, right? Mm-hmm. Here's like a, a, a box full of things to list and yes. to yep. talk about, which is really funny. So I play in the car. You could like on a bonfire at a restaurant, background of another game kind of thing. Yeah. Um, I've played it in my classroom with my students, both like, again, by the rules during like the board game get together and just as like bell work. Like I put two cards on the, like I projected two cards on the board and I was like, <laughs> write down the list of things that you can figure out for these two wow, categories. Bell work. That's what right? they called what it when I was in high work? school too. Bell it's basically or, you do like right when you get into class, yeah, you have do nows bell also. work until the bell rings. Oh, just like do before class. Starts. Yeah, right. before class yeah. starts. Or like right at the beginning so the teacher can like calm the fuck down. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the teacher can pop themselves. their leads yeah. and so usually <laughs> prepare for the hour. Usually it's a, yeah, like you can take attendance to get things yeah. organized slightly. Um, and so don't get me wrong, like the official gameplay is still fun. Yeah. Um, but even just, I like that this has but some flexibility of being that. just kind of a game to just have and pull cards out. Mm-hmm. And like we said, naming and listing things is just fun. It's great. It is. So if you're looking for like a party game, again, no, there's no depth. It's, it's a party game. Okay. Right. Don't, be a, don't be a douche. Oh, how did you get a promo pack for it? I did. Oh, dang. Yeah, I might, ooh, I might have, I wonder if I have two. <gasps> I'll see right. if I have. Natalie, you might have two. One for you. Yeah. <laughs> so this one could be a winner. I, I would just like, if you wanted a, a sweet pack of cards, I also had this cool interaction with, I posted about this on Instagram. Okay. And someone like kind of random reposted it and like put it in their stories, you know? And they were like, here's, you know, I'm like, oh, thanks. So I, I messaged cool. them. I said, thanks for reposting this in your stories. And come to find out that was like the artist. Oh. Was, like, this is cool. So because it wasn't just like, like, flood, like, Publishers will do that to like everybody, right? Mm-hmm. They'll like find a game, they'll publish. But it's like the artist, and I was like, I her name was on. I'm like, this is this are you the artist? And she's like, yeah. And she's worked on like no board games. Wow, this is the only game that she's ever done, and she doesn't even have a copy. She was like, it was just so cool to what? see my artwork. And th- she's like, what does she have a copy so of the game? Her, the designer, the I don't know if her friends with the designer, and the designer has her copy, and they haven't seen each other oh. or whatever. But, well, something she happened, so she could have got it, the time. but she doesn't have it. She was like, it was just so cool to see my artwork on. Yeah, I'm like, that is that so is cool. cool. Um, but yeah, it was it was that was a cool kind of thing. But that was everything ever. That's Floodgate. It's a good sit around party game. If you like listing, if you hate listing things, don't buy it. Don't fucking buy shit. Don't fucking oh, buy it. Oh, fuck. I you hate listing. Hate listing. Oh, damn it. Don't buy it. <laughs> that sounds cool, though. Yeah. It All does. right. So that's going to be here, Natalie, in two days. So we're going to have to update Jeff uh, by the next episode to tell yeah, what tomorrow. we think. Oh, well, I guess it could be tomorrow. <laughs> Who knows? The Gamecasters have a sponsor. We have partnered up with Modern Meeple, company behind the famous Gamey Susan, which is a lazy Susan that holds extremely high-quality board game component trays. These trays are the picture of luxury. Made right here in the USA, they are made from a wood-based material that's dyed throughout with a number of different colors to choose from, and should you drop or ding them, they will still retain that color. These things are so great looking on the table, and displaying them on your game shelves will really elevate your status with your neighbor, which is good because he's been lording that damn elk head over the fireplace for the last five years and really needs to shut up. So head on over to modernmeeple.com to check out all the great products they have. And if you find something you like, enter discount code GAMECASTERS at checkout to receive free shipping and a couple cool GAMECASTERS keychains as well. Once again, that's modernmeeple.com. 
Gateway Network is now defunct, but our merchandise sure isn't. If you're looking to get some great game casters or mad board gamer gear, head on over to thegatewaynetwork.com forward slash store and you'll find that there. We have also partnered up with Tim of Sir Meeple, who is creating custom game casters designs for us. So you can go to sirmeeple.com, click the pull down under creators and find us there under board game podcasts. More stuff will be added frequently. And what a great way to support two creators at the same time. A dream for most of us. Am I right, Natalie? So once again, that's sirmeeple.com. You click the pull down under creators and find us under board game podcasts. If you're looking to support the show, maybe consider flushing your money down the Gamecaster's toilet by way of our Patreon page. There are four different tiers which will get you access to behind-the-scenes content, exclusive content, or content ahead of time. You will also get swag that nobody else has access to and just the opportunity to help out and support a podcast which you sometimes listen to. We have amazing patrons. Thank you so much for your support, guys. If you'd like to donate to help us pay for things like hosting fees and that blank, that just had his eye on, please head on over to patreon.com forward slash the gamecasters to help out. Possibly the best way to interact with all of us, though, is via our Discord server. If you go to the Gamecasters Instagram page, you can check out our link tree in our bio to get access to our server. It's a great way to engage with all three of us on a daily basis, as well as meet a bunch of like-minded, awesome people. So check out our Discord server. It's now the time of the show. The best time of the show, some might say, which hasn't happened in many years, for you guys to remind us why we do this damn show in the first place in this episode's Instagram Inbox. And now it's time for the Instagram Inbox with the Mad Board Gamer. Well, I'm back. It took a month and a half or something. It, feels, so much, it feels longer. <laughs> It feels longer it than, than however it, it does forever. feel a lot longer. So, well, that's that's what the inbox is. Goodbye. Basically, <laughs> where basically where the fuck have you been? <laughs> that's what I should have asked People on are Instagram. Tell us. Yeah, yep. where the fuck have you been over the last wrong month answers and a half? Only. Wrong answers only. Where the fuck have you been? Board to places we were locked in the fucking bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's always going to be funny to me. All right, this that was yeah. so ridiculous. Okay, mm-hmm. this is great and a wonderful callback. Okay. Okay. Jelly Bear and Citrus. Okay, that's Jan- course, Janelle. Janelle, yep. Okay. The Fork Lady finally took revenge on Ryan and Natalie. <laughs> wow. So Jeff and company had to go on a secret op mission to rescue them. <laughs> Welcome that back. That is a crazy callback. Yeah. Natalie doesn't even remember oh, it. Oh, from my mom's weird friend's yes. party? Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Would it be your dog Janelle. that's smelling this way? Yeah, okay. <laughs> oh, did he just drop I, see, one? I'm sitting at drop the other bomb. end. Do you, think, bomb you? you think it's more butthole or you think it's no, mouth? No, I think I don't he's, smell anything lick, yet, so. he's licking himself and he's got really... <laughs> He's don't got, you wish you could do that, Natalie? Yeah. He's got really bad breath. <laughs> then they might not need us. <laughs> <laughs> I still watch. <laughs> just for you, just watch. Yeah. But they wouldn't need us. Nah, just, it wouldn't need me, but it'd be fun this. for me still. Like, I still have this. a good time. Bobo says, uh, we were in Dallas, Texas, November 22nd, 1963, as far as we know. <laughs> That's where we were. Maybe what? we were in the Grassy Knoll. Maybe. Ooh, the Grassy Knoll. That's where JFK was killed. Oh. Natalie, I feel like you haven't gotten any of the of the Bobo's things, even though Janelle's was specifically about one. after a while. Yeah. This took me like five seconds. <laughs> Board to play also after saying locked in the bathroom said ate a pack of sugar free Worthers and been pooping ever since. <laughs> oh yeah. Every time a I walk by those things, I'm just like this never is again. A You're like, why nightmare. do you sell those? Yeah. It's like, weren't you? Did you? Was that right before Gen Con? 
Yeah, it was I thought like, so. It was like right before Gen Con, right? Yeah, we were oh, leaving. Yeah, because you were like, I wasn't sure I could leave. I wasn't sure. Go. I was like, I might have to drive myself because I'm going to have to poop every six feet. I used to be a trail of shit feet. from like my door to the Gen Con it's hall. It's like Mackers. Speaking of that, did you hear about Speaking that airplane? Of shit from my door to the, no. Shit came out of an airplane? No, there was that, there was an airplane it that really was flying from America to like somewhere in Europe or something. Sounds legit. And they had yep. to turn around because somebody oh, yeah. shit all up and down the aisle. Like on purpose? No, it was like a medical emergency oh, and they Mackers? just shit everywhere in the aisle and they had to turn the plane around and go back. I'm going to okay. turn this plane around. How embarrassing. Oh, you better stop pooping I'm going to turn this plane. <laughs> Do knock it off. Isn't that okay. poop off your Okay, here we go. Can you imagine back being Back to JFK. <laughs> okay, there's like multiple things. Like, okay, the pilot's got to have a crazy job. Okay. Yeah, because typically it's on. You're just sitting there, like if you're just a regular old passenger, not pooping. Right. You're like back and forth forever. This. We're already in the air. Yeah. And we're not going to make. And you're not a long flight. I have to sit in this diarrhea airplane (sighs) for. That's. And then be the person to have done it. You're the diarrhea airplane. Is you're going to be a part of everyone's story. And it's on the news everywhere. And now it's on a board game podcast. (laughs) Yeah. God, the dozens of people. Dozens of them. Periodic table pick. This is a good one. On okay. a promotion tour for Modern Meeple, Pizza Hut, <laughs> and Floodgate Games. Oh! And then damn. follows it up with, seriously, though, I hope everybody's okay. That's awesome. <laughs> okay. We're okay now. In parentheses. In parentheses. It's parentheses. parentheses. No, it isn't, though. <laughs> the board welder says two words, space whales. I don't know what that means, but that's space where we are. Whales. Space sure. whales. Sure. Okay. Modern Meeple says we went on a dolphin punching expedition. <laughs> <laughs> CP Wilson says Jeff's been sitting in the basement waiting to record while Ryan was stuck in the bathroom and Natalie was passed out from all the mimosas. <laughs> Too long. That could have happened. Mason Pierce said we were at RAW Hobbies, Top Golf, and Quiznos because you guys have all the good stuff up there. Apparently oh, that's we got to have uh, Top Golf and Quiznos. Wait, do that's, we even have Quiznos anymore? I feel like they're almost. There's a couple. They're, they're like so few. There's not between. very many. Is the one by your old condo? I think it's there? gone. Oh, really? Yeah, that shit's gone. Better half of you says we're just been under a rock. Yeah, that's yeah. well. Part of that's true. Yep. Mm-hmm. I ostriched. Measles said, "Of course, Ryan was locked in the bathroom. Of course, Natalie's been typing the whole damn time, <laughs> <laughs> and Jeff was in the van because he couldn't resist the Worthers. Natalie couldn't couldn't do the podcast because she was she's typing. Been typing the whole damn time. Where's I'm in the Ryan bathroom. Been? He's been buying he must these be things. Buying things. <laughs> God damn it! That's funny. All right, Osgore says you staged the card theft at Gen Con. Oh, it was us. <laughs> we did it. And we tried with it. Ryan to vanish, to get rid of all the traces. <laughs> and the plans went awry. <laughs> Those guys are fucked, by the That's way. That's really what we're selling. Yeah, like years. Yeah. Oh, right? yeah. Yeah, they, 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 I think the fucking lawyers hit him with some potential some big boys. Potential big years, right? Man, what we did look up, it's like, it's like theft six or something. Did we see like <laughs> yeah. some, random, degree. <laughs> some random thing? Um, <laughs> Stealing of the sixth degree. Janelle came back with emotional cyborg and said, Natalie met Selena Gomez on a girl's trip and <laughs> Ryan's just so jealous he grabbed some live power lines. <laughs> oh my God. In oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> that scenario, I'm dead. <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> Fucking hell. Um, Jeff was left to enjoy some great family time and reevaluate his life choices. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so much better off. He's like, should we continue this? Yeah. Okay, now this has been great. This is not this is not planned. Okay. But this is Janelle. Okay. Natalie. <laughs> oh boy. Yes. Y'all tried to drug Ryan and go on a fancy trip, but he got diarrhea all over the airplane <laughs> and y'all got jailed. 
Whoa! Jail. Wait, did this person go to jail? Airplane. I don't know. Did no, the diarrhea person it. go to jail? No, we got no. it for drugging you. Got it. Okay. So you we're in jail because everywhere. we drugged you. But that has him. to be the same story, right? It has to be. Diarrhea airplane. There's no way Maybe. it's not. I mean, pff, too much diarrhea on these airplanes. Yeah. Motherfucking diarrhea. Motherfucking airplane. I've had it with all this diarrhea. <laughs> there on it is. Motherfucking plane. I couldn't get yeah. it. Yeah. Snakes on. Yeah, I've had it with all these motherfucking snakes on this motherfucking plane. Jim Gamer says we've been learning how to do a proper fucking podcast over the last. We month. haven't oh. learned much. No, if you listen, if you've been listening to right now, we. Hastama says we're all trapped in the bathroom. Yep. <laughs> all of us and again. Stop. That will yeah. never oh, not damn. be funny. Like, like it's like Ryan went in there and then we're like, oh, do you need help? And then yeah, help I somehow in. got in there. We're like, oh, now we're both stuck. Natalie, come on! And the last Oops. person comes Clack. in and gets stuck. <laughs> Natalie said we're all dealing with plumbing problems due to not having a poop knife. <laughs> That's the real reason. It's all flooded. three of us have plumbing problems. <laughs> Mick Dave Mick says we are just kind of walking the earth, trying to find ourselves. Just covering some ground. Yeah. yeah I feel like we're like it's Forrest a mental Gump, health just break. going. Yeah. Yeah. We're just outside. Homemade soda <laughs> says a Selena Gomez fuck doll was delivered. Ooh. That's where Ryan's been doing. If that happened, if somebody sent me a Selena Gomez fuck doll, fuck the podcast. <laughs> it's over. That's all. It's I, like we're busy. So that's all the podcast. I'm the Go- If you want us to stop, send me <laughs> oh, a Selena Gomez sex doll. Oh my god. <laughs> all right, um, Lauren. Lauren. Wait, Lauren, Lauren of the Lauren. The Lauren. <gasps> Have I said anything funny Lauren's lately? Oh, fuck. You need to say something. <laughs> oh god. She says we've been sharpening our poop knives for the last few weeks. <laughs> <laughs> what would we sharpen our poop knives on? I like. Did I, I say poof knife? Poof. Do they? Dull? Is that funny? <laughs> Will Lauren like that? Huh? I don't know. Do they dull? Are they already dull? Do they? Do, oh, good question. They just do you need your poop really knife to be to be sharp? Yeah, I don't think you. Luckily, I don't think. I guess it would expend less water. potential energy. Less energy. I guess it's kinetic energy. Less energy slicing Dude, yeah. if it's sharp. That's true. Very yes. slight degree that you probably would be imperceptible, but yeah. it would still it would still help. Sean Risling says, "Don't let this shit happen ever again." I need you in my ear holes. <laughs> <laughs> we are okay. now back in your ear holes. TJ plays board game. Says we're in the hyperbolic time chamber. Okay. It's lost in time. <laughs> that sounds fun. The Cajun Gamer says we're feeding dingoes on the farm. Dingo. Maybe the dingo. Maybe the dingo ate, ate your baby. Your baby. <laughs> what? Maybe the dingo. The dingo. The dingo. I've lost my fiance, the poor baby. <laughs> Maybe the dingo ate your baby. What? The dingo ate your baby. <laughs> <laughs> That's like how she's. <laughs> That's so funny. All right. Blaine says Ryan got taken. Like taken. Movie taken. Took him. Natalie had to fly to Europe and kill everyone. <laughs> And Jeff's Damn. now seen every video on Pornhub. <laughs> Jeff was only Jeff doesn't have a family well, just watching not, porn. Just gonna, well, Ryan's <laughs> gone. Natalie's gone. Porn. They keep watch porn. Up on the internet. <laughs> I gotta do it. <laughs> who's gonna watch all this porn? Yeah, who's gonna watch well, it? Well, Ryan's gone. And Natalie's gone. Gotta keep these people in business. Gotta watch their porn. Yep. <laughs> um. All right. One more on the uh, rune on the. Where am I at? The Facebook page. The Facebook. Um, getting ready to relaunch the podcast. This yeah. time themed around breakfast cooking. The new name, The Waffle Stompers. <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's good. That's Vaughn on the Facebook page says, a second pallet of cards was mysteriously taken at Gen Con. Okay. All the talk about not attending Gen Con was a cover-up for Natalie and Ryan. What they took the cargo back to their house, hid in the basement. Paranoid of the legal repercussions, they flooded their basement to destroy the evidence while simultaneously collecting insurance money. Somehow, Jeff masterminded the entire operation while maintaining social presence to not attract suspicion. Listen, that's actually a good idea. That is a mastermind of a plan. That's actually not a bad idea. <laughs> it's not. It's not. So let's just, that's what we did. That was hilarious. All right. We have. Our listeners continue to just be funny. Yeah, they're yeah, just funnier they than us. Um, so just come on the show. 
Uh, Nestor, <laughs> on... Sorry, I was getting over to oh, the, other, more. the, the okay. Discord. The last one. There's like two left. Um, <laughs> Nestor said, Ryan and Natalie decided to just go to Gen Con by themselves. Okay. <laughs> um, Jeff's been reading all the books. Yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> That's funny. Jeff's been reading all the books that Sam and Nestor have been posting about. And Ryan's dog pissed all over the games again. I'm actually reading Aww, one right now. I'm posting this damn thing. I'm like, listen, all these books getting all these fucking attention. Yeah. It's a very popular channel. It's a I was forced to make I it. I know all the letters. I'm, I'm, I'm Nestor, I'm reading the audiobook. Listening to the audiobook of Demon Copperhead. Okay, go ahead. I'm like, you're reading the audiobook? How do you do that? Um, this is uh, Captain Pedantic. Last one. We are too busy recording other podcasts. <laughs> they are 50 Ways to Leave Your Glover, the self-help for chronic masturbators. Oh, my God. I thought it was about Danny Glover. Natalie is paying it forward after kicking her addiction. Jeff is also recovering from his 17th circumcision. Call back to episode 60. <laughs> so there's... <laughs> That's what we've been... Uh, released later this year. <laughs> what? That's what we've been... Uh, released later this year. Yes, yeah. the episode he's working on, you mean? Yep. Uh, let's doing. now find out what pitiful excuse for a successful game or games gets utterly abused in today's board game beatdown. On this episode's board game beatdown, I'm going to do things a little bit differently. Yes. Really? Yeah. So I have several um, beat. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, I got, uh, I got, um, I got, uh. okay. The category is party games. And what I want to do is oh. read some, um, bad <laughs> reviews of these games. And I want you guys to try to figure out what. The oh, game is. I love that Ooh, idea. Okay. 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 Ooh, that's a good idea. All right. Ready? I'm ready. Okay. Um, Psychoffel 55 says so incredibly lousy that not even Shakespeare would have been able to describe its suckiness. Wait, we're supposed to be able to know what game. Well, is? I'm gonna make it increasingly like easier. Okay. So, okay. Sorry. The it's next only one. gonna so get easier. Shakespeare. Well, no. Couldn't... Yeah. Like, oh, I'll... each game. I see. Okay. I see. Each I see, I see. Yeah, review yeah, yeah. will like be more of the of one. A better okay. Clue. So Shakespeare. Code names. Nope. Damn. I don't know. I figured uh, the word game. Decrypto is a good. Merjani one says blah blah goal cards blah blah hidden trader blah blah blah. There. Now you don't need to read the rules. Goal okay. cards and a hidden trader. Say it again. Blah blah gold cards. Blah blah, blah, blah hidden, hidden trader. trader. Blah blah. Don't blah, need to read blah. the rules. Now you don't need to read gold cards. Hidden gold cards trader. and hidden trader. Read the trader. I don't know. Hidden trader makes hidden... me think of um like like um secret Hitler or something like that. And let me read the last like. one. Although I guess that's not secret trader. That's like somebody. Mad Kestrel says we finally got it to the table and it bombed horribly. How can a game with dwarves be that bad? Oh saboteur. Oh saboteur. Yeah. Saboteur. Nice. Saboteur. Good one. Good one. Okay. <laughs> What's wrong with you? I love that game. And Saboteur 2. Yeah, Electric Google. Mm. Haven't played that in a long time. <laughs> um, Alex One Million says, I have a pathological hatred for this game. Okay. McJarvis says, party game I pull out for people who can't think tr- strategically. Party game I pull out for people. Puppet so when he pop, says pop, pull pop. out, do you think he means like, <laughs> yeah, like vaginally? Like, mm-hmm. Yep, I think so. Okay, so where are we going? Relbot says, this game sucks, sucks, sucks. Why does it have a board? The whole was intriguing. What's it for? Turns out nothing. It's a card game and a boring one. The hole. Dixit, a card game Dixit with a hole. Does it have a hole on the board? I don't know. It's a hole on the board. 
And the last one says, Sierra May says, good in theory, awful in practice, frustration central, get punished for having good clues, get punished for having opaque clues, get punished by couples using insider clues. Opaque. Dixit. Yeah. (laughs) I'm like, that last one, I'm like, the last one actually is Dixit. Yeah. All right. Next. Blank Generation says it's an absolute mess. uh, Jarvis. Jafik. I don't know. Says, would rather be punched than played ever again. Alana May. How are we supposed to figure the the game out by any of these clues? Well, I mean, they're just bad ones. Well, it's like in a beatdown. Yeah, I'm just reading you all the beatdown stuff. Okay, okay. For some reason, I I thought you were making clues for us, and I'm like, I don't understand how we would ever know this. Yeah. I see. I see. Yeah. Okay. Elena Mary says, I don't, I didn't like this. I don't like closing my eyes in public for extended periods of time when people sneak around and I just have to wait there silently. <laughs> is, this a were- is this a werewolf game? <laughs> um, not werewolf. And then the last one says, Close my eyes. Real JW like says, resistance. if you ever wish social deduction could have an awful learning curve, needing Blood on the clock a tower. moderator and could last Blood up on the to. Clock tower. Gross. Yes. <laughs> no, Maria, it's okay. You can finish it. I'm <laughs> yeah. sorry. I was um, trying to cut you off. Okay. So yes, it was button. <laughs> you could keep reading that if you want. I uh, I you didn't know that place? you had to close your eyes. Well, for like extended periods of time. Yeah, because I think things well, are happening. People a lot, have to reveal yeah. or move things around. Like a lot like, of those kinds of like social deduction games. Or look at each other during oh, okay. eyes closed time. Yeah, mm-hmm. cute. Um, okay, this one. Fuck Victoria game. Hermit says, chew oh, off arm at elbow to escape this party trap. Now that I know that I'm not supposed to be guessing them right away, I can enjoy yeah. I can enjoy the comments. <laughs> so the whole time I was like, look at that mean. Chewing off their arm. Yeah, yeah. Oh, what could mm. that mean? Numbskull says, Numbskull. trivia game that rewards you for being a good guesser instead of for knowing stuff. Not a fan. Fuck and this game. Datharor says, wits and whatever. Wits and waggers. Oh, uh, wits and waggers. <laughs> Uh, Lollipop, this is a new new game. Okay. Lollipopper says, would rather eat a shoe than have to play this game again. <laughs> mm. Why yes, a shoe? Eat a shoe. Why a shoe? So I, what I, do you want to do? All you wanna, the things. You want to play this party game or eat Maybe this shoe? Have, what if it's like, you want to play this party game or eat a shirt? No, a, I'll play the party game. What a <laughs> sweet party. What about a sock? I'll play the party game. How about a shoe? Yeah. Finally, eat the shoe. Okay. I'll I'd eat, rather eat the I'll shoe. I'll eat the shoe. It looks great. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I like pie, says. Just not into social games and deduction yes, and I like intrigue. <laughs> Okay, intrigue and social. Rye Tracer says, I hate everything about this game and I'm offended that it exists. The creators are douchebags. <laughs> oh, the guys that made the game that the magic people. And sure, com- sure comma not <laughs> says, yeah, triggering. I can't imagine anyone with a conscience Delicious. liking this game. Okay, anyone with a conscience and it's a social deduction game? Yep. Secret Hitler. Yep. Oh, good one. And then the last one. Yovanka says, AP galore <laughs> and so boring. AP galore. Okay. Board one says six plays in with the family found it very quiet, especially the first several minutes of the game. Grayson says it's just an awful read the idiots mind game. <laughs> read the idiots. <laughs> Who's an idiot? Read your hey, mind. Hey, you're a fucking idiot. I got to read your mind now. I got to read your idiot mind. I got to read your stupid <laughs> fucking mind. I got to read your goddamn mind. <laughs> idiot. Blue horseshoe says worst game ever. <laughs> just like battleship, but with words, except the original battleship is more fun. In fact, this is more like battleship. The movie captain sonar and crypto. psychopath says oh the God. fail of Vlada. Oh, it's Vlada Shavadal. Codenames. Yep. Fucking idiot. Wait, how is that? Oh, Major I guess. Okay. Mine. Okay. Idiot. I was like, how is that like Battleship? But I'm like, I guess. Mm, yeah, I don't really. I mean, because like, there's like a grid of well, cards. No, like, the, like all my cards are the red ones. 
on okay. my sheet, and so that's like the battleship thing. Oh. But it's like you're not just guessing blindly; yeah, you're I would getting not clues. A but that's no, good. That's okay, once I for some reason I was like, this is just a game that you've you've curated of these comments that we're supposed to guess, and I'm like, the first three games, I'm like, how the fuck would we guess these by the one that's just like this game's terrible? I'm like, no, how the fuck am I supposed to guess that? See if you knew a game. And then was. when I stupidly realized it finally, I was like, this is so much better. Okay. <laughs> so let's go back and do the first one. Yeah, again. let's do it all over again so I can re-experience okay. it. What so, was the first couple comments? Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's good. I, I think you should do that more often. I like that yeah, for that format. Yeah, okay. I think it's good to change up the beatdown in in a little bit of ways. Having us guess it is pretty sweet, right? Come no, on, maybe totally. not. Check it, 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 check it. That's right. That's right. I figured, what's the best way to come back from a month long vacation of doom than to kick it off with the association station? If you're not familiar with this game, I'm going to give ten clues to Natalie and Jeff, and it's their job to figure out what the hell I'm talking about and guess the game associated with that nonsense. Ass station. Ass association stationione. Some of these are. Fucking ridiculous. Here we go. Okay. Number I feel one. Like two times ago, we were like the worst. The, and yeah, then we the last really time bad. we were like, okay. Well, <laughs> you weren't the only two that were the worst on that one too, uh, a couple times ago. Everybody commented. I remember we, it was right, it was the episode right before Origins. Mm -hmm. And I remember we saw Blurpy and he was like, that was fucking hard, dude. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. And so I'm like, okay. He's like, now the we don't have for. games to look at. I know. Well, it's going to be extra, extra difficult. Oh, boy. They well, help me. I gave you a little crutch stuff. You'll, you'll see. Number okay. one. Will Smith and Cisco playing Tetris. Jeff. Wild Tile West. I'm going straight to Cisco the Wild Tile West. Yeah. Oh. Didn't he? I don't know. I don't know. I'm He's going the Silver Dragon. Will He's the Silver Will Dragon. Smith. The Wild Tile West. Number two. Down, down, play that card, play that card. To the left. Jeff. Forest Shuffle. Forest oh. Shuffle. Man, I had the whole song I was going to sing. Good okay, job. Keep going. All right. <laughs> to the left, to the left, to the right, to the right, on top, on bottom, on bottom, on. Just pick, just pick, just pick, just pick. Or score it by yourself, or score it by yourself. Down, down, down. All right. Uh, number three. People like songs when you Thanks, sing. Thanks, Natalie Christ. So. Yeah. <laughs> All right, number three. Fortress Freakout. Natalie. He gave Come that on. to you. I know you he did. He gave Thank that you. one to you. Castle Panic. Castle yeah. Panic. Nice job getting her you back into there, this. Like, you were like, Whoa. <laughs> I know. I was just like, I'm just going to knock it anyway. So those three are your easing back into the association station. Okay. We get to number four, okay. shivering so I won, anus. I want to. What? <laughs> okay, I'm going to write shiv anus. Cold butthole. Shivering Freezing anus. butts. I'll give you one clue. Jeff butthole. didn't make this exact um, analogy, but... It was Jeff doing this game in a in a different game that we played a long time ago that gave me the inspiration for this one because I had to say it the way that Jeff said it. That's my clue. Oh, Shivering boy. anus. That was a... That made no sense. That made no fucking okay, sense. So I'm sorry. Cold anus, shivering anus, toit, toit anus, because it's cold. You got to pinch it up. I feel like it's like when you're doing the walk when you really got to poop and you got to... Or what if this is a clue? Shivering. Nobody can see this. What if? Burrut. Burrut. Burrut hole. Burrut hole. That's what we're going with. She's close with burrut hole. She's close with burrut hole. I know. What the fuck? Burrut hole. You're not getting brut holes. I don't understand. 
understand what that's close to. <laughs> You're, you guys are circling oh. it, man. We're right. circling the Number butthole. Number five. Rudy. Number five. By any meon necessary, eat your green beyond while wearing your blue geon playing. Natalie. Orleon. Orleon. Because <laughs> it was by any means necessary. Eat your green beans while wearing blue jeans playing Orleans. <laughs> but you pronounce it differently. All right. I thought that was funnier than that. I guess it was. Number six. <laughs> Commander. I'm still in someone's butthole. I know. <laughs> Brutal. Commander. Brutals. No. Damn it. Well, no, only Jeff can answer. Oh, man. That was it. You Brutal said it. Brussels. You, you. But how is Brussels shivering anus? Right. That's the clue. The clue right. is shivering anus. Brussels. You took your own Brussels yeah, clue, exactly. which can't be close. Damn, I thought I nailed it. cannot be close. Vigorously. I went yeah, not want clues. taking it vigorously. Like nodding, like yes, 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 yes. You yes. went shivering. You went, how is shivering anus? Brussels. <laughs> Brian sees Brussels and thinks shivering anus. She said it before she did. And she was like, Brussels, ding! <laughs> I thought I was like, bam. My, Number my six. Commander echolocation. Jeff. Captain Sonar. Captain Sonar. I don't even know what I was going to say. Brussels. <laughs> What you had no idea. She sees Jeff move and she's like, "I gotta go first. I gotta try to do it." And she's like, "Um, is it? Oh my gosh! Is it Brussels? I'm so disappointed in that song. Number seven, female jockstrap. Now, that's it. Now, your clue to this one is that the answer. This will give it away. Maybe I shouldn't give okay. you a clue. But yeah, don't. We can talk it out. We get Okay, so what about a brut hole is this one? <laughs> female jock strap. Female jock strap. So you're a female. If you were to wear a jock strap, what would that thing look like? Just a jock strap. Jock strap. That's the one where it's just like covers your front parts, but not your back part. Yeah. You're like butts wide open. Yeah, right? with butts wide open. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to, it has to be under the moonlight, right? Because it's the butt and it's in moon. Yes. It's like a moon landing. You got it. Right. I was looking for a way to make moon song. landing a clue to a, <laughs> to a game. A yeah. jock strap. That's for. Yes, it covers the female jock strap. Okay, female so jock blocks. strap covers your. Typically, your the women don't wear the jock strap. Blocks Correct. your hoo ha. Covers up. Protects your hoo ha, and the jock strap is to protect your junk. Boys' right. junk. Boys' junk. And this female one protects your hoo ha. You got it. But not your butt hole. No. <laughs> <laughs> Your butthole is still just That's wild. like Steve Brule <laughs> saying butthole, basically. All right. Number eight. Big Ben on the rag. Big Ben? Big Ben on the rag. Blood on the clock tower. You got to ding it. <laughs> Blood on the clock tower. We need some fucking modicum of decorum in this game. <laughs> yes. Yes. Blood on the clock tower. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> Number good. nine. Thank you. Master of the skeleton head. Master skeleton head. Skeleton head. Skull King. Oh, yeah. Natalie. That makes sense. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> I would like Castle Panic back. <laughs> yeah, he, he, he was about to dig like and he was like, I got the first two. And back. Number you, well, 10. Well, you can get Brutthole. I can't get Brutthole. That's no, I true. Get shivering <laughs> Brutthole. <laughs> What's up? We got a shivering <laughs> Brutthole. We got <laughs> <laughs> Number 10, vaginal container. 
There's a lot of vaginal stuff. Nah. Well, there always is. Vag <laughs> vaginal container. No more or less than normal. <laughs> Where do you put your vag? In your, like, your undies. crotch. Vaginal container. Oh, or undies? Like Tupperware. Undies. <sighs> Preserve. Tupperware? Put in Tupperware. <laughs> <laughs> Tupperware is still a thing. That's a container. Yeah, that's a container. Mm. But would you put a vag in there? You might. What holds it? The female jockstrap is the, is the vaginal <laughs> container. Nailed it. <laughs> I got it. Vaginal container. Is there a? This is funny. Is there a game about? Is pants? there a picture? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> so is there a game uh, about pants? You should make pictures um, for these. Or underwears. Like a, I think it's like a underwear. Vag okay, so what do you need? You need shivering Shiv anus, front holes, and a female, female jockstrap and, and, and vag vaginal container. container. Okay. Yeah. Um. And female jockstrap and vaginal container. Jeff, what's the score currently? It's four to three, Natalie. Okay. It's all about but she cannot and get. Uh, she can't shiver her butt hole. Shivering anymore. anus. She's got to keep her own butt hole. <laughs> shivering anus. You guys were so close. Um, so wait, no. And female jockstrap. Female jockstrap. What the heck? The I'm gonna give you the clue. Female jockstrap. Okay. Okay. The answer to this game is so the game. I should say, yeah. is uh, it's a little bit controversial how to pronounce it. That's my clue. Oh, okay. Female jock. Controversial. What's... The way this game is said, there's a little controversy. Is, is it, it this or is it is this? It? Oh. I don't Guess it. But I don't guess. really get the clue. Natalie. Teotihuacan. No. <laughs> no. Wait, what's the controversy between for Teotihuacan? She did that thing where she like she's looking straight at you and then she for a brief moment looks to the left and then looks back at you like uh, I don't know. Uh, so I've heard Jerry from the board game stats call it like Tea Tea Hawaka. Tea Tea Hawka. I don't even know. Yeah, what he adds says. like thirty syllables. Yeah. Although that's what my brain did the first like ten times I looked at the name oh, yeah, of that game. What else do people? Well, it doesn't matter. You can't answer anymore. But yeah. I can help them out. You want to help them beat John? But like, I'm gonna beat you. Well, there's there's Batoku, but Batoku's like, like butt or something. It's like a shivering anus. So maybe it's a shivering anus. It's butt holes. <laughs> uh, do you want me to oh, Batoku's go like forward to the something. top five? Do you want more time, or do you want me to give them to you? Ooh. Oh man, I feel like if we go to the top five, you might be like, I'm not paying attention to the top five. I'm just trying to think yeah. of this fucking. Well, that, that's what I want happens. you to give us clues. To and I barely have a top. Okay, five, clues. So. Um, let's see. You, Natalie cannot get shivering anus or. Correct. No, she can get female jockstrap. Oh, technically, oh, yeah. yeah. Technically. So let's do vaginal container and good. Vaginal container. One. Okay, for this one, your clue. We all played this game. None of us liked it at all. Like we didn't just like it. We did not like it at all. Recently, we played it. Well, within the last few months, we didn't like it at like, all. We didn't oh, like wait. it at all. That game's a turd. Yes, we did not like it. I got rid of it pretty much immediately afterward. Maybe this might not help you at all. I believe Date Night Dice posted about it. They love it. They play it all the time. They love it. Maybe not all the time, but they play it and they love it. It's one of their favorites. And none of Why do they love it, it, Natalie? No, all, every one of the three of us were like, mm -mm. I'm not going on their Instagram, but I should. <laughs> <laughs> what do they play? What do they play? Huh. Hmm. We, I can't even think of a game that all three of us were like. All right, here's your next clue. It's a small game. Um, vaginal container. It is a small box game. Well, we only played it once. I have shivering, we all didn't like it. Goodbye. We goodbyed it. Shivering anus. I think you guys, you guys I were very close. I have a guess, but I still don't get it with the things. Do it. It's probably wrong. Ding it in. Now, Bonsai? Nope. 
That's not a small box. We didn't play it that recently, and that box is a very normal sized box. Oh. Natalie, all these clues I'm giving you, you're going against them. This game has a. How about I say, I'm like, there's a controversial name. Tetuaka, what's the controversy? Did did we both have the game? Nope. It was mine. I bought it right after. I bought it after. Okay, here's another clue. It was a big hit at Gen Con last year. Big hit. We couldn't buy it there. We tried to, or maybe I just tried to, and it was sold out. And so I had to get it afterward. Damn, what's wrong with us? And then we played it. Vaginal container. You want me to give give it to you? Is that something box? I don't know. Oh, probably box. What does it go? Just tell me what it is because you can't answer it. Box. I just thought vaginal container box. Oh, super mega lucky box. Ooh, that would be close. That's no, one, we played it much more recently what's than the, that. What's something that has the word box in it? Does it have the word box in it? <laughs> <laughs> Does it have the word butthole? <laughs> all right, well, I think we should start moving on. Okay. So yes? All right. So vaginal. Con- I'm going to tell you the oh. answers. <laughs> I'm just going to move on and not give it anything. All right. Move on to the shivering side. anus. Burr ass. Oh, oh, that's way better. Almost burr butthole. Butthole. <laughs> you were like burr butt, and I was like, oh my god, you got it, you got it. Burr <laughs> butt, and then butthole. Yeah. Burr butthole. Ding. Stop saying it. That was an. Ex- I mean, that's uncanny. I that's an exact no, spot-on <laughs> representation of what you did. Female jockstrap, camel cup. Oh. Okay, that's oh good. my gosh. Cup. Okay. Yeah. It's, yeah. So it's camel up, that's really, good. but you know, yeah. camel cup. Um, Vaginal container, cat in the box. Oh, okay. Oh, my God. <laughs> we should have got that. That's good. Probably. Yeah, we blew it. I don't know. Who knows? That's um, right. Ben and them do like cat in the box. They love that game. Yeah, we didn't. None of us liked it at I all. I forgot that game existed. In light of our recent run of bad luck, I figured it was a good idea to do our top five in a way of uh, our top five favorite ways luck is used in board games. And... um. For this one, I would like to go, if we can do this, I would like to go, if you want, to for, for time, I can go first, Natalie can go, and then you, we'll end with no, you. I'll be good. Yeah, I'm good. All right. For me, my number five. I like when a stack or deck of random events is used that hinder or help players throughout their otherwise luckless experience. Like in a game like Orlean, right? Isn't the round tiles, there's like, how many rounds are there? 16 or something Aren't those like that. shuffled? So they're shuffled, right? Yes. Yeah. And yeah, you so do a certain amount of A's, you know what they're going to be, but they come out in a different order. And I like that. Yeah. I like that. It's just a stupid little way of randomizing what happens when. Right. And it doesn't make the game feel just like luck, but it also helps mix it up a little bit. So it's not, doesn't play out the same yeah. way. I always time. like event cards. Whenever a game has event cards in my head, I always go, Ooh, event cards. Right. Ooh, what's that going to do? Ooh, event. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. That's my number five. Now what about you? What's your number five? Um, so I did mine slightly different than you, I guess. I like picked a game and then said why I like the luck part of it. Yeah. It's basically the same game. thing. Okay. So, um, we're talking about luck. So I kind of had to pick quacks. Had to. I feel like, because I love it. Kind of had to. Um, I like that you get to choose what goes into your bag. So besides cherry bombs, the luck of the draw is all stuff that you have chosen to include and the hope that it works out in your favor. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're saying the exact same thing. I am only reverse. I'm saying the thing and then the game. You're saying the game and then the thing. Yeah, same thing. Got it. it. Awesome. That's a great great randomization mechanism. Jeff, what about you, man? Number five. I will um, move and put my number five to piggyback on Natalie. Okay. Not physically, but sure. just her. <laughs> you want a piggyback ride? Piggyback. Yeah. <laughs> um, and talk She's about things getting pulled out of a bag. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I will say Quacks is a great example. Orleans, great example. 
I'm going to give another great example of Pillars of the Earth, where your pawns are pulled out of the bag, okay. and that's the order in which then you place them. Mm -hmm. Very cool. Which has also a cool mechanism. If you're the first player and you pull out someone else, and you're like, I don't want Ryan to go first, you get yeah. one chance to put it back in and then draw somebody cool. else. Um, so that's kind of a cool, it's just a different thing, but it's random. It helps kind of mix the game up. But it doesn't make the game feel like, oh, it's all luck oh, now. this is right. so random. Well, then I'm yeah. going to piggyback on Jeff, piggybacking on Natalie for my yeah. number four, which is really my number three, but I'm going to switch it to number four. Oh I like when luck is used for gameplay, but there's a mechanism of play. No, I, this is my number two. I like when a game is luck-based, but you get to determine what the luck is, which is what you're saying, which is basically every deck building game or a bag building game. Mm -hmm. It's mm -hmm. it's random, but you're deciding what to include in the randomness so you still feel like you have control over what's coming out. Right. Yeah. And that's that's just so fun. Mm -hmm. It's really, really fun. All right, Natalie, what's uh, your number four? My number four is um, like long shot or like ready, set, bet type games. I like how the luck is, and the unpredictability in these games are the reasons these games are fun and exciting to play. Yeah. It's just so random and you never know what's going to happen, but that's the whole point. Yeah. That's yeah. great. Yeah, that's a great point. You're like staring at me. Like, <laughs> well, I was done talking. Oh, okay. Well, you had more. Yeah, like, very good. <laughs> what else, Natalie? You're like, well, is that it? <laughs> <laughs> well, All right, Jeff, number well, four. Yeah. Dumb answer. No, so it's I'm going to say one. this one. This is a dumb answer, but I'm gonna, I'll, I'll admit that this is a dumb answer. <laughs> so I'm going to say games that have an I cut you choose mechanism when someone else is cutting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's random for you. So it's random for me, but the other person is making a decision, but it's still mm -hmm. random for me. It's like New York Slice or it's a great one. Cutterland. It's like mm -hmm. Natalie's, and it's not random for her, but she's going to chop this shit up and then I have to randomly pick. Because then that first person always gets, like the next person in line always gets to pick first. Yep. And that I always think is kind of cool, but somebody else randomized it. It's cool because the person doing the cutting is strategizing. Everyone else is playing tactically around yeah. it. That's yeah, that's, yeah cool. that's very, very cool. Good one. My number three. Uh, I like when dice are rolled to determine what you can get this turn, and then it's up to you to figure out what you can take, like like a Sagrada or Castles of Burgundy or Wild Tiled West. Mm -hmm. Like you have to deal with the randomness of what's rolled, but then make the best decision that you can mm -hmm. based on what happened. Yeah, and I think that's really really fun. I love games that that do that correctly, like the three that I just listed there. What about your number three, Natalie? My number three. Um, this is slightly similar to Jeff's. So in French Quarter. There's this one track that is not really good for you. When you go up on this track, it kind of does bad things for you. But also, if you go up on this track all the way, you get the most points. Go all the way. And so... It's like shooting the moon. In this game, um, you can't really help but going up on that track because there's always going to be a situation based on the dice and the cards that you're going to have to choose something that makes you go up on that track. And so I kind of like that it's like... like it, it's forcing you to go up on the track, even though I wouldn't like necessarily, I would probably try to avoid that if it was like up to me, but it's not up to me yeah. because it's like the luck of the draw and the dice and stuff. And so it like forces you to, which is like, can also be good, but it is also bad. I don't know. It's just like kind of a odd, interesting thing. Yeah. Cause you never know how far you could go up on some of those tracks. Mm -hmm. Like, so you're kind of, it's almost like a pressure luck on the one yep. track, right? Yeah. Yep. I think that's a great one. Yeah. yeah, I like that a lot. Uh, what about you, Jeff? What's your number three? My number three, uh, I'll I'll do this Natalie style. <laughs> I'm right. say the games, and okay. then I'll tell you. So Roll for the Galaxy, Race for the Galaxy, and Terraforming Mars, Ares Expedition, where you don't necessarily know if all the phases are going to be played in each round. Mm, you get okay. to pick one phase, usually, and go, all right, I want this phase to, to activate. Happen. And then everybody else also picks a phase, and it might everyone else pick the same thing. right? You might be yeah. planning for these other phases to happen, but they don't. And I think that's kind of a cool randomness. Like you want to pick, like 
I love strategizing in that game to go, Joel's probably going to pick that one. He'll probably pick to deliver. So I don't need to pick to deliver. So I'll pick the other one. And then Joel did the same fucking thought process. And yep. he picked the no! other one. And then we don't, no one gets to deliver Cancel that out. round. Yep. And I think that's just kind of a cool, again, okay, sort of random because other people are making a decision that you don't know about. I love that one. And my number two is piggybacking off of that a little bit. And it's very similar. And I like when luck is used for gameplay, but there's a mechanism. The more really what you're doing is you're playing the players to help mitigate the luck of what you get. Yeah, so like, like poker that. or mm-hmm. cosmic encounter, mm-hmm. you get like in cosmic encounter, you get a rant, you get all these random cards and you're like, okay, I'm probably not going to win. But if I can use my, you know, socialness to get people to help me, Maybe now we can turn the tides and beat you, mm-hmm. you know, so you have ways to mitigate this random luck that you're going to play or, or in poker. You're playing poker and you all have a random selection of cards and you might right. have shit. But if I can play you, I can make you fold. Then maybe then I can win. I like that in yeah. games where you're just you're kind of like, I guess maybe that's bluffing, although not always, mm-hmm. you know, but I, I really enjoy that in games. All right, Natalie, what's your number two? Uh, my number two is um, like in too many bones. So like most games, you know, you like will roll dice and then like you get what you get kind of thing. But in too many bones, you roll your dice and you don't have to use them all. And if the ones you don't use, you can put back and you try to like basically try again next time. So like, yeah, you might not get as much stuff to do on that turn, but you also don't lose out on those dice and you can try to use them again to get a better, better roll. That's true. I wonder if that's been used in other games. I feel like, I feel like too many bones is one of the only games I know that does that. And that's really cool. I would agree with the both of you of like, I don't have this on my list, but the, so luck to a certain point is always fun for me. And then Same. when the game creates something to mitigate that or yeah. to slow it down or you to change it, like we've played the game Splitter. I don't know if you remember that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That game has zero fucking ways to mitigate. A that's shitty the hardest role, yeah. fucking right? game there is. And it, it's ridiculous, but it has nothing. And that's the game, right? But when you're playing <laughs> a heavier game, you want to be able to have a little bit of luck to bring everybody back, to ground everybody. Yeah. But also I want to I want to use my strategy to bend the luck a little bit in my direction. Yeah. I always like that kind of stuff. Totally. All right. Um, well, in, in light of that, what's your number two? My number two is uh, like a game like Galaxy Trucker where there's a shitload of tiles in there and you kind of get lucky flipping tiles and you <laughs> yeah. might flip what you need, but you might not. And if you're actually going fast enough, you can find something. But if someone happens going to for find things faster, you're going to kind of get screwed. Yep. But it's also you're right, really it's totally random, fucking isn't it? goofy. <laughs> and the card flip is goofy. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I guess that randomness can be really frustrating, but I think it's, to me, mitigated by the goofiness of that game. There's a new flat-out game that just came out that uses that mechanism that I'm interested to, to play that we just got called Fit to Print. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've, so I've, I haven't played. Oh, I have, like, it's basically, demoed it's basically one a Galaxy round of it. Trucker. Yeah. yeah, I demoed one round. A, that's another AEG. AEG Is it like a time thing? Like, quick? You gotta be quick? Yeah, it's like uh, it's like Galaxy Trucker mechanism. Yeah, you're, like, grabbing <clears> these, like, articles to add to your Except paper. then you don't do the second part. Like Galaxy Trucker, you fly you this ship. You just, the whole thing is just getting the stuff and putting uh, it on your board. But there's like tiles you have to grab, city. and there's like advertisement or something. So oh, like yeah, Sorcerer, Sorcerer City is another one. Good, great, good example. Great yep. All right, we're at number one. My number one. I like games that feel entirely lucky, but then you play a good player, and you realize that you get beat every fucking time, so the game must not <laughs> be that lucky. Yeah. Like, for instance, uh, a game like Carcassonne, 
Carcassonne is just all the fucking tiles are just like scattered face Grab down. You just pick a random tile. But if I if I played a brand new player, I could fucking roll them. Yes. Yeah. Because there's different things in the game that almost no matter what kind of tiles you get that you can just fucking beat them. Yeah. Or set yourself up to win. And I like you know games, the rules. You know the rule. Well, you know the rules of or more. You know the cadence. Even, yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if I, I could tell you the rules and you would know, OK, he's going to get farming points for this. But you need to know. When is a good time to do that? And even yeah. like where to attach somewhere right. that's going to pay off. Mm -hmm. And I like that because you could play a game and you're like, well, it was just fucking random. And then you keep playing it and you kind of realize, well, I guess it, I guess it's not as random as you think. Mm -hmm. yeah. Like when we had that tournament going yeah, with Bill, fun. all of us were really, you know, we played Carcassonne yeah. hundreds of times. So we're yeah. all like really good. And so it was like, it didn't feel random. It felt cutthroat. Right. You know, and like really like, yeah, sometimes it's like, oh, he got until that the tile to get out. in. Yeah. Um, until the fuck, well, fuck the catapult. <laughs> but yeah, you're right. But anyway, I love games like that where at the very beginning, they seem entirely random. And then the more you play, you realize they're not. Yeah. And I like, like that, that a lot. It's a good example. Yeah. Thanks. All right. Natalie, what's your number one? Okay. So my number one, um, I picked Dorf Romantic. And so in this game, there's all you're doing is like you're flipping over tiles you have the same um, tiles that you're going to play every game. Yeah. But the order of which when you're going to like flip them over yeah. is random. You do add tiles, but I know what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So basically, which tiles you flip over throughout the game can really change how completing challenges will go or fulfilling scoring tiles will go. So like, you know, you only have like three scoring tiles out at a time. And let's say you have like, you know, houses and railroads and water and you just don't ever seem to pick a railroad and, you know, and then like you, you really need the railroad to complete this railroad, but you're not picking any. And, and then you kind of have to decide, like, I know they're in there. Do I wait it out or do I abandon that one and go do something else yeah. instead of like passing up opportunities to score? Um, and so basically it's like games like that where like, like you have the same set you're dealing with and you know what's in there, but the, when they come out, will change right how yeah the, like, the my early on, like my early how on they one. played and yeah. at, you know as it goes right yeah, the I, randomness I love that creates too. tactical decisions instead of worthless decisions yeah, yeah. and you like, know like, like okay there's 10 more tiles left three of these are railroads yeah. right so how do we play knowing that we have a 30 percent chance of drawing one yeah and sometimes right you have to be like okay i have to abandon that and move on or sometimes i'm like i know it's coming is it going to be the next one is it going to be the next right. one all right jeff that's that you man number one all right number one this one might not be my like favorite way, but any way that some game creates a cool thing yes. in, in, during randomness. For okay. example, potion explosion and gizmos. <clears throat> oh, cool! That is a cool. Oh, good, thing, good choice. Yeah, right. Like it's a gimmick, and yes, it's random because the marbles are just chucked right. into that shit, <laughs> right. and then they explode over. But and over like right. everybody said, there is some ways of playing the game, and you do get lucky because certain things roll out. But that gimmick makes you like go, all right, it's luck. But that was kind of cool. That was pretty right. funny. Like, watch cool. it. Like, how cool is that to watch like, it? Angering. It's more <laughs> yeah. like, oh, that's so it's cool. like, like it wow. it's okay. It didn't, it didn't mitigate the luck by by have, having some layer of strategy. Yep. It mitigated it by just that looks cool. That's this a is great fun. One. It's fun to play. Or like clink 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 and rolling down there. Yeah, <laughs> that's so a, that's gimmicky. a cool. That's a great one. I like that a lot. Um, so that's our top five. I think that that in that light of in light of the disastrous month we've had. It yeah. created some good content, I think, for us. <laughs> <laughs> we got along the Well, so we'll see you in two months. Yeah. <laughs> 
So that's going to do it for us tonight, everybody. If you'd like to get a hold of us, you can find us on Instagram at GameCasters or at MadBoardGamer. Both of those accounts service the podcast. We also have a Facebook group. Just search GameCasters and you'll find us there. You can also email us at thegamecasterspodcast at gmail.com. If you like the show, we'd love it if you consider giving us a rating on Apple Podcasts or anywhere else you listen that allows you to rate us. We've also got a Patreon. If you want to support the show, feel free to head on over to patreon.com forward slash thegamecasters. There's also a merch store where you can find all sorts of different game casters mad board gamer gateway gear so head on over to the gatewaynetwork.com forward slash store please follow me and consider subscribing on twitch at twitch.tv forward slash gamecasters so for natalie and jeff the mad board gamer i'm ryan and you have been listening to the gamecasters good night everybody I call it to voicemail and he he responds back and he, he calls me and he's like, hello. And there's a dog just barking. <laughs> and it sounds like the dog is barking into the microphone yeah, of like the phone. He's like, but he was just like, yes, hello. Rusty would like to say hello. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, hey, you know, I was hoping you could help me out with some drywall restoration and stuff. And he's like, where do you live, my friend? And I'm like, oh, we're in commerce. And he's like, commerce? Fuck, shit. I was just out there earlier. Ah, oh. oh, shit. But he's, and he's like, I should have called you. I should have just called damn you. It. Dang it. Damn sound, it. It's start, <laughs> starting to sound like Strong Bad a little bit. <laughs> you ready? <is. laughs> I don't think he said fuck either. Oh, damn it, shit. <laughs> <laughs>